1: and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to SoaringEagleCasino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan.
0: Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for The Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, The Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your HUGE opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843.
1: Now, the HUGE one,
0: Bill Simonson.
1: What's up, Michigan? It is a Tuesday broadcast on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehuge show.net. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer in a moment. Former Major Leaguer, Hall of Famer in Cooperstown for the most pinch hits in a single Major League Baseball season. John, Family Man Vanderwall, will join us. We'll talk about the MLB playoffs. Also, the Tigers have some fall ball going on and what lies ahead in 2024 for the Tigers. If you have a baseball question, you can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Later in this show, Mike Knubel will sit in John's seat. And we'll talk Wings 2023-2024. They start the season Thursday when they'll drop the puck against the Devils in New Jersey. Mike's been a busy man. One son, Cole, playing for Notre Dame. The other son, Cam, playing for Western. Where I want to give a shout-out to Johnny V's old school, the Broncos of Western Michigan University, and Tate Halleck, who's tearing it up for Lance Taylor and Western Michigan football, but for some reason, Mr. FaceTime never could find time for Tate Halleck in the secondary in East Lansing at Michigan State. Tate Halleck is the greatest young athlete, multi-sport I've ever seen, and I said it his entire career when he was loyal to East Lansing because his father, Ty, was known as the green and white bulldozer. And they didn't find any time for him because they had the portal going, transfer in, transfer out, and Tate goes down to Western. And guess what? Western's hanging with some pretty good teams. Should have beat Toledo on the road, hung with Mississippi State down in Starkville. But he's not good enough to play for one of the stankiest defensive units I've ever seen. Nothing personal. It's not a reflection of the Halleck family. Theron is still playing basketball at Michigan State. Ty played there, Tanner played there, and Tate Halleck, they missed on him. I predicted when he transferred to Western, he'll play in the NFL one day. There you go. You want to break down players? You don't need Risden. You don't need David Gregory, a sports agent. All you got to do is ask me. Weekdays at three. Speaking of football, how about the Green Bay Packers losing to the Raiders last night? Lions Basically a three-game lead over the Packers because they got the tiebreaker right now. And three over the Vikings who announced Justin Jefferson's going on the injured reserve list. He'll miss at least four games. And you got the Bears who found a way to win. So it's a three-game lead over both of them, right? And basically three over the Packers right now. Start planning or printing the playoff tickets. I'm serious, man. Hey, they're they're going to win the NFC North by... Six games when it's all said and done. Lions, I'm declaring on this date, little after three o'clock, on a Tuesday, which would be October tenth, the Huild Show is projecting that the Lions will be NFC North champions. I have some t-shirts already printed. I could give them out to you, but I'm not gonna do it, because Johnny Vanderwall said, you know what? I was I racing this morning. Little Ricky Bobby Huddleston. From Houston, Texas, and Johnny V were going down to the final lap i racing Talladega, one of the biggest i racing events of the year. And Johnny found a way to get some drafting behind him, came to the outside, and little Ricky Bobby Huddleston at nine, homeschooled because all he does is i race and practices with the steering wheel and gears in his bedroom. Johnny took out the kid. You know what John Eats out of his iRacing car says? It should say Berlin Raceway. It says Dream Killer. That's what it says on the side of his iRacing car. What's your name? I'm an iRacer. What's your real name? They just call me Dream Killer. John Vanderwall just does join us
2: in studio. How you doing, Johnny V? How great that opening, that big victory great. this morning for me. You know, life lessons are hard sometimes, and you know, hey, you know, little what? Ricky Bobby, he'll bounce back.
1: And I, I saw because I I could now go dial in to watch her eye racing, which I've become a fan of, and I can kind of see both drivers. And what I thought was the greatest thing that when you were holding up uh, the trophy, you pointed at the kid. And you stead. He said, When you get double digits on your birth card, let me know you're nine years old. Time for him to go to school, right? He took him to
2: school. Yeah. Good
1: job, man. Yeah. I, you're getting Ricky good at, Utting. You're getting good at the I-Race. and I told Jeff Striegel
2: in Berlin Raceway they need to sponsor you. Yeah, I mean. They R- do. Ricky Utting and myself out of Grand Rapids. Here we got Mickey Twist out of Jersey. Mickey Twist out of the Jersey. K A Ronnie Walsh. Shoulder our team. Mickey, hey, how you doing? I'm Mickey Twist out of Jersey. Hey, you know what? You're nine, right? Little
1: Ricky Bobby Huddleston. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something, Ricky Bobby Huddleston. If you have any thoughts today about beating Johnny V, a Hall of Famer in Cooperstown, right there with the Babe, if you have any thoughts of beating him, chances are your parents are going to disappear. Okay? Yeah. What's his name? Mickey Twist?
2: It's Ronnie Walsh, but it, it, I think I you think Mickey I think Nick Twist is his, his was a stage name. You know, he, he dressed like the was Kiss he a, guys. He had the makeup on. In was the he a male 80s. dancer. No, he's a good guitar player and singer. He played with some big names, right? I, I believe he did, unless he was lying to us.
1: But uh, you, you, do you guys have to make up fake names for your drivers? No, like Ricky Bobby or
2: Nicky Twist. No, but as we, we've been friends for a long time now, and we see a lot of his all of you know his past, and he he was a good good musician, probably still is. But was a rock star, right? Was a rock star, so made won. a bunch of money, had me, some FedEx you, routes in Jersey. He's how much money
1: well. did you take from Ricky Bobby Huddleston in Houston, Texas? Yeah, today. We don't,
2: we don't, we don't go for money in that. We just go for pride. Pride, man. Just go John, for pride. Now, has, now, now the e NASCAR about the nine. Now the, the e nine NASCAR, they get hundred G's a year. What yeah, the E NASCAR? That's like the step above. That's that's where like Hamlin, all the. A lot of the Coke drive, a lot of the real the drivers have teams, you know, e teams really? and stuff. Yeah, they make a hundred grand if they win it. They, they, there's some money out there for it. But I, are I you going to go to the e NASCAR no. level? No, How do you know? I, because I, there's not enough money. I mean, you'd have to. There'd have to be way more. Were money you saying that,
1: that? that when you were 12 in little league that you couldn't go to
2: the big leagues, Johnny? Because I'm going to find a way to get you to e NASCAR. Well, e NASCAR is the big leagues of racing, but it's. I mean, for the amount of time that you put in, I don't think. Esports would have, have to win it in order to really. Well, yeah, like Call of Duty and stuff.
1: Yeah, no, no, but they should have racing. Now, I will say, maybe I can work this out sometime. Ferris State University has an esports arena. Could you imagine if we got listeners and we went up and did a race day up there? Wouldn't that be cool? That would be
2: fun. But I think they're playing shoot 'em up games. I think they're playing Call of Duty. You can't and,
1: play shoot 'em up games at colleges.
2: Well, I think true. they're playing okay. like the. I retract that. They're, they're playing like I don't know. Well, they're not playing Mumbly Peg. Uh, I don't know what they're playing. They're, they're playing, playing some they, <laughs> I mean, what's I mean, the fun what? games are like Call of Duty and what's the, the, the shoot 'em up games. And I get it at college. On, what's and Mumbly stuff. Peg? I don't know, but okay. that was something that everyone said we played when we were little. Okay. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> We got uh,
2: hey, well, I,
1: I welcome to Ferris State University Esports Arena. What's going on today? We got a Mumbly Peg uh, tournament. No, they I want to do because I, I know Doctor Pink from Ferris State University and the Moving Ferris Forward interview he does on the show. Two things I want to do: bring you up there and do like a race day, and then maybe an esports weekend when they weren't using it, and then do a Madden tournament on a day up there. Right? Would that be fun? Yeah, man. They would got an esports fun. arena. They do. They got to eat like arena that holds like two. Well, I heard people. golf's
2: going to have arena now. Did you hear that? No. So Rory Mac and Tiger, and Tiger, are Tiger Woods doing those, the indoor game right? Where like they hit a drive into a screen and then they're going to. It's I guess it's going to be in West Palm where they're going to have like fifteen hundred spectators around it and a area that moves up and down. You know, giving them different putts and chips and stuff. That's what I heard is going the to be venture a next big that they're thing. Doing.
1: Tiger's done those putting courses, which are popping up in warmer weather cities like Phoenix and I think a lot in Florida. But yeah, they're doing a venture where they they think they're going to bring these golfers to big stadiums and people are going to yeah, uh, are going to pay you to
2: do this and watch them. I mean, why not? Would you pay? Um. No, you wouldn't. I think it's a good idea. We'll see. We'll see where it travels. But no, I heard, I story. hear it's going in West Palm. That's that's what I hear. Right. They're starting in Florida,
1: and then they're going to take it from there. Where it's, I heard with Top Golf also, uh, Callaway bought them. Right. The golf equipment manufacturer. Supposedly they're going to go into the medium cities and not just all, you know, it's in Chicago. They're in the bigger cities, right? Yep. And not just warm weather cities, but do a a smaller version. Like, you know, Grand Rapids, I think it'd go over well with the heated stalls and everything. People would hit year-round, don't you? And, you know, it's a pretty cool place to hang out, Has some
2: beverages and food. You've been to Topgolf? Uh, Yes, I have. I think it's a great idea. A a smaller version, I believe, would work. I heard that there almost was a Top Golf coming to Grand Rapids. Right by
1: M6 in Grand Rapids. That's what I heard. Yeah, same here.
2: But I heard that there wasn't enough density and population around here. I disagree with how popular golf is. No, no, I'm talking about the popularity of golf.
1: Right. I think the place would be busy. Now, again, I don't hear a lot of people, though. I will say this Top Golf is over there by Auburn Hills. I don't hear a lot of people talk about it. But I'll tell you, every place I've been, like Indy last spring when my son was down there with a soccer team, we tried to get into the Top Golf. Is right across the highway. Where were we in? Fisher, Indiana, wherever it was. And they, they were like six hour
2: waits. It was crazy. It would that be, was in March. Yeah, it would be awesome to see it here. You know, I'm in an ex-golf league uh, um, for the winter, and that's kind of fun. You got to, you know, so I can swing the clubs all Anything winter. competitive is fun. It is. It's why you do the race. It's why I do the, I've always loved racing, but the, uh, we've been at the, the past couple of weeks, we've been to ex-golf, and, you know, that's really fun, too, so. You already
1: started your it's league It's like there? the
2: bowling league, except it's golf.
1: Why not? Yes. And they got, you know, beverages, you hang out, that's yep. nice, Johnny,
2: I, I appreciate it. And I invite even invited you. you, I did invite you, and you said No. Went to the X Golf League. Yeah, did I? He said, "No, I can't do that." Oh, you got you called me
1: live on air. That's nice. I was getting ready. Thanks for the invite, Superfly. Yeah, I know. I could see it coming. <laughs>
2: I seen it coming. <laughs> you knew exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. You're like, don't no, don't call me out. I did invite you. Then Superfly's going. What about me? No one invite. Well, how, why are we doing an X Golf League? Well, I'll tell you what. The next one starts in January. Um, I just think it's it, it's really cool. Awesome deal. And I heard they have one in Granville now and they have we're giving hey, we're giving them some uh pub here. But it, it's How come really they are not sponsoring your team? Well, let's team. give them a call. Berlin Raceway let's should be. Let's throw the red flag. <laughs> <laughs> let's go to the Ber- tape. <laughs>
1: Ber- Berlin <laughs> <laughs> But those commercials are good. They are, they're awesome. They are aren't good they? like you said that. No, I then let's go to the tape. Is that uh yeah, so iRacing. Racing, we gotta get Berlin Raceway on your car. I sent a note well, up I mean, to Jeff and, Striegel, the GM at Berlin. And, your, and I you're your believe... John Vanderwall, your former major leaguer. And is Berlin Raceway... Well, Ricky Utting,
2: what's that? Is there a track going to get on iRacing? That's what I hear. I know that uh, Ricky Utting, I know Jeff knows Ricky, so um, it, Ricky's kind of involved in, in in the real racing stuff he used to be. So, yeah, it's just a great thing. Uh, it would be How awesome. How many people are named Ricky in auto racing? Well, Ricky Utting, Ricky
1: Bobby, you know. Two of the greatest, Ricky Utting, Ricky Bobby. Yeah. it's cool. Uh, John, by the way, like I said, in... Uh, Cooperstown, the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame, most pinch hits in a season. Uh, we have the MLB playoffs going on. Uh, Tigers are talking about their minor league system is their future. It doesn't seem like you know, it's going to be a lot of money. They're waiting on Eduardo Rodriguez's decision uh, to opt out or stay in. I, you know, I think everyone's waiting until you get to that. You know, free agent period, and the Major League Baseball playoffs have been about the underdog. Yep, I mean you're looking at series Always right is. now. Arizona leading the Dodgers two zip. They just don't have the pitching they've had in the past, right?
2: Well, I I believe it's more of a five day layoff more than anything, and they caught them flat. So now we'll see really see what the Dodgers are, and same thing with the um, the Orioles. When you when you're off for five days, that's a lot in baseball. It's a ton in baseball. Remember, we were just chatting about the Tigers with seven days off. A week off, off after uh, Max's is home. You are done. Why, why, why are you done when you get a long layoff before playoff baseball starts, which should motivate you? The, the playoffs motivate you, but your timing as a hitter goes. I mean, you can do all the reps you want and face your guys. And if the weather's bad in Detroit, let's say for that seven days, so you're hitting inside, It. it's just – It's not good for baseball for the teams that win their division and win 100 games and are up by six games, and now you go into the playoffs and you sit five days. And that's what's happened now. You've got the Orioles down and you've got the Dodgers down, basically because, I believe, because they sat for five days. And these other teams are good, don't get me wrong. I texted Boach and congratulated him. Uh, with Bruce the Rangers, Roche, you know him. Right, I yep. played
1: for him in San Diego. Great dude,
2: great manager. He's got he's got a lot of talent around that, that Did you he's play a for him with the Giants too, or just no, the, just with the Padres. Just the Padres. So, but when you take five days off in baseball, that's bad. It's really bad.
1: And the Tigers had that seven day layoff. I think it was right. Oh, that's death. Yeah, it was Saturday to Saturday after Meg's homer in two thousand and six against the A's, and then Jim Leland. Didn't roll out Kenny Rogers was saving him, right?
2: Yeah, you know more about that than I do. I, that's a blur. I just know when I saw seven days, I was like, you're done. Anyway, you guys aren't going anywhere.
1: And do players, is that the what major
2: league players say when they have that layoff? They hate it? They hate it. Absolutely hate it. So you're a wild card team. You've already battled for your life to get in. Now you're going into a three-game playoff where you play at whoever is the higher seed you win there you're just you're rolling into i've got a win mentality no matter what and now you're facing a team that's some of them the dodgers have probably been off for 2 weeks that they've won it you know 10 days going into the season they've won it now they got 5 days off so you got 2 weeks where you really haven't had that intensity to win and then bam Lights come on and you got to win and it's it's tough it's tough to uh, it's tough to turn the light on.
1: Well, uh, we mentioned that Arizona's up two zip on the Dodgers. Baltimore trails Texas uh, two games to none. And I said before the playoffs started, I really like Texas uh, to win the American League. You have Houston, Minnesota tied up at one in the ALDS, and Atlanta came up with a miracle win uh, last night. Or that time off
2: factor is there again. That series is even with the Phillies at a game apiece. Yep, and the other thing is now you're going to their home. You're down 0-2. Now you're going to play in their their home yard. So, the, I think the Braves are the best team in baseball, and they they got out of the, they got, they got out of it with a split. I still think that they're going to beat the Phillies because they are just loaded. The Phillies got a good team too, but the Braves survive by winning at least a game it's going to be tough for the Orioles and the Dodgers to to come back on this I mean it's that, that, that's a tough that's a tough ass to win two in the opposing's on the opposing's place so
1: yeah, you look at Austin Riley's two-run homer in the eighth Harris with a Willie Mays-esque catch for the game-ending double play uh, to double off Castellanos and there you go. Atlanta survives. So, you know, playoff baseball, I love it. I don't know what they do. I mean, to avoid the layoffs, you were mentioning the Tigers going back to 2006 when they had the week off. Uh, what do you do? How, how do you how do you change it where uh, the teams
2: that are great are penalized? You know, I read something on the MLB. I believe it was on the MLB uh, app about going back to just the one game instead the one of three. One game wild card? Yep. Just play one game. Whoever wins advances. I think, although it, it it stinks that it's only you're only in the playoffs for one game if you lose, but it get, at least gives these teams that have played 162 games to get that advantage. They don't have that. They don't have that time off that they get to get. They get to roll into playing. And cause I, it's just not fair. It's not. Fa- it's not fair to those teams that that win their divisions, it's not fair them to sit for five days. Seven days, it's not fair.
1: So when you look at where all the series are at right now, uh, I still like Texas to get out of the American League. I know Houston has another, speaking of great hitting lineups, like the Braves, the Astros do it, and they have all that experience. I, is Arizona going to get out of the National League? I, I still think it's Atlanta or Philly, whoever
2: wins that series. And I like Texas. Who do you like to get to the series? I like the, I love the Braves. I mean, and to me, the Braves are the team to beat, and you can never um, take anything away from the Astros. The Astros just have that ability to be there at the end. Yeah, Braves, Astros—the Braves winning it. Experience matters. You've been around experience teams,
1: right? You know, Yankees, uh, Padres. You you know you, you can look at it. You can say what you want at any level in any sport. Experience of playing big games is a huge advantage. No huge. matter the talent, no matter how you list the talent on each side, if this team has been involved in more big games or championships, they have the advantage. Totally agree. I like the one game going back to the one game playoff. And what I would do that way is maybe expand. There's a one game playoff, uh, expand it. You know, you're, you're you're the Dodgers or these teams that get a week off. You know, do you... I know everyone likes rest because you played 162 game. Major League Baseball season, but
2: maybe you 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 bring your Triple A team in and you play a couple exhibition games, right? And I, then you got to pay your Triple A team, and they don't want to do that. I mean, that's basically about money. They they don't want to do. mean, the Dodgers multi, would multi-billion-dollar I mean, franchises the, don't want to try and have their teams ready. That, well, the Dodgers would do it. The Dodgers would the sure players' they, association ever
1: allow those guys
2: to? That's another thing. There's right. different things that, and then the the Triple A season. Ended a couple weeks ago, I believe. So, you would have to keep them going. It, it's just, it's a nightmare. It's a really nightmare. the only other way you could do it is if you added more playoff teams so that no one's sitting. I mean, that's another option. Uh, you can't do one game playoffs with a team that won a hundred and three games, right? Well, if you don't want to do that, if you don't want to have the one game playoff, then you've got to, then to me, you've got to add more. Playoff teams, so no one says.
1: Well, what do you think is a, again going back to the one game playoff you mentioned? And John Vanderwaal, former major leaguer, joining us in studio. We'll talk about the Tigers in our next segment. Well, what's one thing that you think will be added to baseball that is coming? That will is part of the. It could be technology. It could be a rules change. It could be the new modern era. Is it going to be the electronic strike zone? Yes. You think? That's exactly. It's, there's going to be electronics, strike. Right? Well, they even have a. They'll have a home plate umpire because you have plays at the plate.
2: Yes, right? but it's. But he's going to have something in his ear going strike ball. Really? There, there are, it's already in some minor leagues. Um, so electronic strike zone is coming for sure. Yes, absolutely. and the ump just makes the motion for what it is. Yep, it's coming. It's going to be here, and to me. That's a bad. It's a bad thing. I, I, this replay stuff's a bad thing. The strike zone, which is coming, is a bad thing. Now the clock was one of the best things they ever did. The pitch clock is the best thing they've ever done. But all this replay stuff, you, you don't see. You don't see arguments. You don't see fights. You don't see. Everything is just normal. Like okay, throw the red flag. Okay, I want to. I'm going to contest that, and then they go to the booth. <laughs> So, you don't see very many managers. They go to the the headset, right, Yeah, Yeah, they they go to the headset. headset. No, I mean, there's no drama anymore. There used to be drama on the field. The guy, umpire, blows a call, and people are going nuts. But there's some some bad umpires. There there are. Are are. are. Angel
1: Hernandez is horrible. You're going to mention that name. Yeah. I mean, he was horrible when I was there. They make it personal, you can tell.
2: Yes, but it was always kind of part of the game. Um, the American League had their strike zone. National League had their strike zone. And we first started interleague play, when we went into American League City, we were going to get it handed to us from the strike zone. I mean, it, you just – that's how it was because the American League umpires were with the American League and the National League umpires were the National League. So, I mean, there wasn't like a huge difference, but you, there was a difference. Nation, uh, American League team came in to play a National League team at home for the National League, and we had our umpires. We were pretty comfortable and they had different strike zones. The National League strike zone was lower. The American League strike zone was higher and a little tighter. The National League was lower and wider. I mean there was just there was just nuances and differences and they're all gone and and it just is I just think it's taken away a lot from the game. The blown calls the umpires make is taking a lot away from the game. It's just you know maybe the home run is fair or foul you know the phantom double play tag at second base was always there it should still be there it was there was just just things that sh, that sh, i just don't care for that. i i don't care for a lot of things that go on in the game and plus i don't think the players are as good as we were back in the game
1: and here's what's interesting too in the the tv ratings with you know the pitch clock and speeding things up haven't really helped the tv ratings i, I never thought that was a ticket to getting to this younger generation who wants everything fast and now that it wasn't going to help baseball. I I, I don't. I really I really don't. What I see in baseball is I don't see baseball marketing where those kids are wearing baseball jerseys to schools or when they're hanging out with their buddies. Like you'll see soccer jerseys. You'll see NBA jerseys. You'll see Michigan, Michigan State. Your team gear. I think MOB, you know, how, how they haven't, and, and they do partner and do a great job when they do the Little League, Major League game at Willingsport, but they need to take that to the street level to Little Leagues all across the country where their teams are all, you know, Major League teams wearing the same type of uniforms, right? And and baseball needs to step in and get to that, that age group, those kids who then grow up and become MLB fans, like most of us did, because Little League got us hooked on baseball. Yeah, I... Yeah, I... Was that eloquent, what I just said, right? It there? was. Oh, thank
2: you. It, it, was, it was It was. very good. Could I be commissioner of
1: baseball and then have really beautiful women in my big skybox up there where I just point at people kind of like uh, – As long as it's not in Toronto. Mark, Mark Davis, could I have a hairstyle like Mark Davis had last night, the owner of the Raiders during the Raiders-Packers game? <laughs> <laughs> because Dumb and Dumber called, uh, and they want to open up uh, haircutting salons, Dumb and Dumber look, with Mark Davis funding it. Well, they beat the Packers. Did you see a hairstyle? Somebody, maybe they're afraid just to say, hey, Mark, uh, Bill here with Marketing. Hey, I got to tell you something. Uh, all I can think of is dumb and dumber every time I look at your haircut. <laughs> That's a beautiful stadium. Well, how can the stadium be that good with the owner's haircut like that? That is a cool stadium. It's called Money. Have you seen that spear? They they were showing the Monday Night Football Open on that big spear, The the $2 billion concert. Uh, venue that they've done there uh, in Vegas that looks awesome. Well, and the F one,
2: it's got you know they were building the F one track and the F one stands in Vegas. There's going to be a huge thing there next year. Uh, so they're
1: going to have a track there all the time, right? They're building
2: it now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, F one's pretty cool.
1: Hey, you know, you know got It me is, hooked? but it's. You know what got me hooked on F one? The Netflix series. Yeah, that's good, wasn't it? Really good because you got to know the drivers, you got to know drivers you didn't like, and owners and uh, crew chiefs, and it really
2: took you behind the scenes. Now the kind of like hard knocks those. For yes. Them, now the, the good thing like uh, F one is like an hour and a half. It's hour and a half and it's done. It, but the Sunday one thing mornings, right. Pretty much. I, I watched a lot time. of them. Yeah, I watched the I watched the one in uh, who's your favorite Pitar. driver? Um, I don't think I have a favorite. I mean Verstappen one practically every week. Uh, but, as, you know, you had the Williams F1 out of the, out of the United States. that was good. Now you have the Cadillac is going with um, really? Andretti. Wow. Um, they're, they're getting their getting Well, they again. all see the
1: worldwide exposure you get by doing
2: F1. Yes. Right? But the differences in the cars is so dramatic. I mean, like, we're strapping. I mean, he lost a couple of weeks ago, I think. But other than that, he's won, like, 30 in a row. Didn't I mean, they build just, a track and just winning. that has, like, one race a year, right? Yeah, it just happened Sunday, and... Everyone was passing out. It was so hot. Sunday night, it was on. So the differences in the cars, I mean, for a while, it was Mercedes was winning in it all the time. Now it's, you know, Honda was winning it. So there's a drastic difference in the cars. And, like, for strapping, he doesn't just win. He wins by 14 seconds. It's just, I mean, You're
1: he's trying, on a leisurely tour. You need tour. to
2: be, like, you need to have, like... So, so I think something needs to be done there. But as a venue and a people podcast. going... They love it. I mean, people love to go to. So they're going to build
1: one in Vegas, so they go have one race every year. And and the guys will come train in Vegas because it won't be as hot as Qatar. Well, yeah, there you go. And you got you got the nightlife, you got everything, so they'll build the track similar to what Qatar did because they're just you know a ton of money. And now these teams will go out and train
2: in off season and test in Vegas. Yeah, they could. So you have got Vegas, you've got Texas, and you've got Miami. So they All have with three. Tracks? Yeah, so you have you're, you're going to have three venues, F1 venues. I think next year in America, Johnny. You know, I'm serious, dude. You know a lot about
1: auto racing. I can tell you're a big fan. That's cool. Uh, look for him on iRacing. What's your name <laughs> on iRacing? John Vanderwall. Is there, You don't have a nickname?
2: No. We, well, we're called, We speeding? have a team name. It's called Fast Lane. Uh, oh wow! So how long? Uh, how, how long did it take? Hey, hey! How long did it take? What's his name? Mickey Spence? Mickey
1: Twist? Okay, whatever it is. Mickey. Mickey. Mickey Twist. T-
2: actually, Mickey Twist did make the name. Up. Okay. Well, first
1: off, for I, I, yeah. Hey, welcome, welcome back to the John Vanderwall iRacing Team Marketing Meeting. Okay, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, we're gonna go, uh, Ricky. What's your idea? Um, I like fast. Mickey Twist. What's your idea? I like Lane. John Vanderwall goes. Uh, Johnny, what's your idea? How about we combine it, Fast Lane? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, got, you don't have like, like you know, your former major leaguer, like the
2: Crushers or something. No, you got to have a cool name. Well, cool name, Fast Lane. Yeah. You, they, so, so they Ronnie, named after oil Ronnie, changes? Ronnie, yeah, okay. Maybe he owns one of those too, but. He he made the car like I have a parent car that I'm running until maybe we we're gonna switch it over here eventually. But uh, he, he's he's a very talented guy. This is pretty in depth. Thank you. I look for John Vanderwall and I
1: Racing Berlin Raceway should be sponsoring him. And I bet and I and bet Berlin's gonna have a track. And if you so it. it doesn't cost a lot to sponsor, you, does it? How much?
2: No, I we haven't even discussed that. Okay, well, we don't I discuss got, I don't that want stuff to, on air. I don't
1: want to, excuse me. You <laughs> got to get with the Fast Lane Marketing team.
2: <laughs> your people get, call my people.
1: Hey, hey! if you want really insight, not only do they do iRacing, but call Fast Lane Marketing. They can brand your business. <laughs> 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 oh, Johnny, I love it. All right, we'll get to the Tigers. side. we have any time left in this hour? Do we? I don't even know if we do. We'll talk about the Tigers coming up. John Vanderwall, former major leaguer in studio, one of our Tigers MLB insiders, talking MLB playoffs, the Tigers, iRacing, <laughs> F1.
2: <laughs>
1: what, what else have we? Golf. Golf. We talk golf, even though you're bailing this weekend. Yeah. I... Your daughter has a new house they're showing. Yep. That's Right. So. Lake Orion. I think you, a lot of guys see the weather because it's going to be like 50 and rainy. I would Tough do that, man at yeah. Tullymore. I think a lot of guys are, oh, I'm not sure I can go. I'm not, yeah, because it's, it's not 80. I'm
2: sorry. It was 80 a couple weeks ago. You had to beautiful. play Major League
1: Baseball. What's the coldest
2: you've ever played a Major League Baseball game? Seven degrees. In Colorado? Bright and sunny. Not a cloud in the sky. We got snow. So here's, okay, quick here. So we started the game uh, in Denver. And you could see, you could see something was coming. We played for about eight minutes, and it snowed so hard. There was like three inches on, three inches of snow on the ground. Within so like it was seven degrees at game time. No, it was seventy at game time, and all of a sudden, boom, seventy. Yeah, and all of a sudden, you could feel everything drop, and bam, you, you could you could feel the temperature dropping as we were warming up, you're going, "There's something coming," and we didn't even get through the first inning. And here comes the snow. I mean, it came so hard they canceled the game and go, okay, we got to play double header the next day. Well, the next day the cold front had come through and it was like seven degrees. It was it was so cold, seven degrees. But it, there was no wind, not a cloud in the sky, and we started. But it the was game. a it was a it was a warm wind. Yeah, it was seven warm degrees. degrees. Yeah. Might have been I,
1: 17. I might,
2: be, I might be... Whatever. You can but exaggerate. I mean, it was, we do
1: it for a living on the show.
2: It was It was very, very cold. That was during your Colorado Rockies. stint. Well, I was with the Padres then. Okay. But the Padres were in Colorado? Yeah, we were in Colorado. That there was like go. um 1999.
1: Mm, get a party like it's 1999. He'd always play that Prince song when I ran into him. John Vanderwall in studio. We'll get an update on the Tigers, the off season. You have a Tigers MLB playoffs question, you can drop it on the Mercantile Bank listener line, one 838 4843 That's one 838
0: huge From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge.
3: Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's Pumpkin Coin Toss. And you can carve out wicked premium play prizes up to three grand. There are drawings every Friday in October from 5 to 11 p.m. And two lucky guests every hour toss to win up to $3,000 premium play. Be there for pumpkin coin toss. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details.
1: Bill Simonson here for my good friends at Urban U. They are Michigan's number one med spa. They provide services to men and women in the greater Grand Rapids and Detroit metro areas. Also, their laser services are very important and essential for men and women as you age, And no matter what you're doing during the summer, whether it's sports, whether it's just hanging out on the dock or on the beach. Laser can knock out signs of aging. Laser improves sun damage, wrinkles, and skin texture with little to no downtime. And also during the month of October, you can save $250 $250 on laser by booking with Urban U. Go to the urbanu.com. That's the urbanu.com. There are 13 folds that bring the
3: American flag to the iconic shape of freedom. This summer, Folds of Honor and Budweiser celebrate 13 years of changing military and
4: first responder lives together. Service never stops and neither will we. So join me in raising a Budweiser to raise
3: funds for Folds of Honor. Enjoy responsibly. anheuser Bush, Budweiser, Beer, St. Louis, Missouri.
1: Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu.
0: You're listening to the huge
1: show on the Michigan Sports Network. Back on the Huge Show across Michigan, hour number one on a Tuesday. Broadcast. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer, former major leaguer and Hall of Famer. Most pinch hits in a Major League Baseball season. You can check out John Vanderwall's exhibit in Cooperstown. That's pretty cool. Uh, we were talking MLB playoffs, a lot of other things in the opening segment. Now we want to look to the Tigers 2024. They don't plan on spending a lot. Word from Harris is... Double uh, A AA and Triple A has a lot of promising names. And at the top of that list, the current MLB prospect in their top 100 at number 54, uh, less than two years removed, or just about two years removed uh, from high school, Jackson Job in the Arizona Fall League, pitching well with a 2.25 ERA through two starts. And You were telling me at the break, John, that if you see a guy in the fall league and they do well, chances are they could be in the major leagues that next season.
2: Yes, that's what what I feel right now. I was kind of surprised when I heard his name going to the fall league. Why? He's a pitcher. They baby pitchers. They baby pitchers too much, first of all, okay? But he's a top prospect. He's a pitcher. He's a starting pitcher. You usually don't put a starting pitcher, one of your top prospects, in the Arizona Fall League. Now he's there. There's a purpose for him to be there. There's something special. I've never seen the guy throw. Okay, So there's something special there that they like that they're going, hmm, let's see what he does here in the Fall League. We'll throw him out here maybe five starts, and we'll see what he does. And if he competes very well, We'll throw him, invite him to spring, and if he continues his progress, he could be up in the big leagues next year. I'm just I'm throwing it out there right now. He could be in the big leagues next year. Parker Meadows went to the fall league. Was he in the big leagues this year? Yes. If you go back to the other year, they wanted to put Torkelson in there. Uh, he was hurt or injured, and he didn't end up going. But usually, guys you bring to the fall league, you want them in the big leagues quickly.
1: And he hasn't, you know, when you look at where he's gone, the high side would be Erie. He is a strikeout pitcher. His ERA, uh, for the most part this year, uh, in all locations and towards the end of 2022, has been below three. He's out there in the Arizona Fall League through a couple starts at 2.25. And you're the Tigers. Uh, You've solidified your everyday lineup, I think, for the most part. Uh, you're losing Miguel, but you have Meadows, Kerry Carpenter who can step in as a DH and others, uh, that why not give the four starting spot to a young arm and see if he can do it,
2: right? Well, they won't give it to him early. They're going to still let him. What, so trading. what, would you got a ZRA, his ERA, his Erie stats? You know, that, Those will tell a tale. I think in Erie, uh, he had a brief stint there. It looks like Probably he... By two or three starts at yeah, the
1: end. Yeah, so and he had... One game started, six innings
2: pitched, and didn't allow an earned run. Yeah, so they typically do that in Detroit. They'll bring guys up and give him to you know let them play for a couple weeks in the next level. He'll probably start in Double A, uh, but if he continues the progress that he look, it looks like his progress was phenomenal this year. Uh, if he continues that, he'll be in the big leagues next year.
1: Yeah, his that uh,
2: is my um, that is my. Uh, that's what I think is going to happen.
1: With that one start in double A, one start, and two seasons in high A, his ERA there is 2.91. So the guy is a hard thrower, to yeah. say the least, right? So, near 100. So, how many strikeout pitchers do they have in the lineup right now? And then the
2: rotation in the bullpen. Well, if you're in the bullpen, you should be striking guys out. No starters, Scooble. I think is it really. That's what I mean. I got
1: you have nothing to lose. And spring training will tell if he's ready, right? Just like Colt Keith, I think we'll get a look in spring training. Could he play second? Could he play third? Virlin, you got McKinstry. You got options there. I yeah, think I always hated those two facing, names are the guys to watch along with Parker Meadows.
2: I always hated facing a guy like Jackson Joe in spring training. <laughs> As a veteran. You don't want to face these young guys because they're trying to make a name for himself. As a veteran, you're just trying to get ready. Uh, spring training is spring training. You cannot put a lot of weight into spring training. I've always told people that. Don't think that because they had a great spring training, they're going to come out and do well in the big leagues. Because you won't, uh, but they will. He will get his opportunity to start games in spring training, and that'll be the jumping. He'll be able to jump and see what he does at Erie and, and Toledo. I think he's going to be in the big leagues next year, just from just from because he's in the fall league.
1: John Vanderwall, former Major Leaguer, one of our Tigers MLB insiders. Enjoy the playoffs. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you for inviting me. I always love doing this, brother. We love you too, Johnny V.
0: Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net.
5: Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle travel services for hotels, airfare, and cruises, cashback rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking, and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC.
1: That can help ease tax filing and year-end reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. Just go to Beangarter.com to find out more how they can help your payroll system and make your workplace that much smoother. Go to Beangarter.com, that's dot rcom and they can help you with all your payroll needs. Like I mentioned, tax filing and year-end reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. All your payroll needs can be handled by the team at Bean Garter. Find out more at beangarter.com.
6: Ladies, let's go see some men. The show, Friday, November 17th at Soaring Eagle Casino. Come meet the men of your wicked dreams for an affordable night of laughs and maybe some mischief. The boys are backing down. Tickets for 18 plus,
0: just $25. On sale now
6: at the box office at etix.com. Sexy costumes, hot dance moves, your sensational night of fun returns. Punks, the show, November 17th at Soaring Eagle Casino and
1: Resort. Oh, my. Roast Umber is a farm-direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at roastumber.com.
0: Listening to the huge show on the Michigan Sports Network.
1: Final segment on our number one on this Tuesday broadcast Superfly Hayes doing a heck of a job producing statewide. I do want to remind all the golfers and Michigan, Michigan State fans, our Rivalry Cup is happening Monday at the North Kent Golf Club in Rockford, also at the Alpine Golf Club, northwest side of GR. Free two-person team could be yours. Three nine-hole matches, lunch included. Some great prizes from the Grand Rapids Gold and the Grand Rapids Griffin. It's open to anybody listening across the state if you want a shot at winning that free 2 sim, and we'll notify everybody tomorrow, just go to thehugeshow.net. You will see the pinned post. At Huge Show on Twitter, you'll see the pinned tweet, and you can join us Monday for the Huge Rivalry Cup. Big. Bad. Huge. We begin our number two on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show, 19th Station Strong. For the one close to you, go to show.net Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. NHL hockey is back. Wings open up the season Thursday night against the Devils. I was looking at the power poll for the NHL on CBSSports.com. Wings are... 22, which, considering what they've been through, I think the off season was Stevie Y's best. Mike Knubel, former NHL star, former U.S. Olympian, is part of the Southside Ice Arena movement. On the west side of the state, his son Cole is donning the gold helmet for Notre Dame. Cam plays for Western Michigan. He's a busy man. He'll join us in studio. We'll talk about the wings and that offseason. Uh, what they should look forward to if you're a Wings fan. Same thing with the Grand Rapids Griffins because the trickle-down effect could mean a real solid roster in Grand Rapids uh, for the Griffins. The Wings top farm affiliate. If you have a hockey question for Mike, you can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line. one 838 4843 That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add Huge Show on Twitter. Mercantile Bank listener line is phone line 1-866-838-HUGE. You can opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE, 21,000. Speaking of power polls, I did see when I was looking at the NHL poll, the Lions are number five in the CBS Sports NFL Power Poll. Number five. But guess what? The Chiefs are in front of them. Okay. I just want to figure that out. Uh, Who's doing the math here at CBS? Yeah, obviously the Niners are number one. I don't disagree. Best team in football, I think, by far. Eagles, it's not pretty, but they keep winning. They're number two. Chiefs are number three. Dolphins are number four. So, um, um, Dolphins almost give up 50 At Buffalo, Lions beat the Chiefs at Arrowhead. So I was kind of happy when I looked at the Lions at number five, but they should be number three. Oh, we don't have Tyreek Hill. We don't have Tua. You beat the Chiefs. You haven't been embarrassed by anybody. Yeah, you lost at home to Seattle, who is probably a playoff team. But you don't get them. It's not like the Chiefs have gone on and drilled everybody. They barely hung on to beat the Jets. They hung on to beat the Vikings. The Lions, in the huge power pole, which has replaced the CBS Sports power pole, it's Niners, Eagles, Lions. NFC, baby. And as I said in many huge opinions, that if the Lions want to get to the Super Bowl, they need home field advantage in the playoffs. Because if you get that, you just have to win two at home, and you're off to a Super Bowl. And the only chance they have of beating the Niners isn't going to be in San Francisco. It's going to be in Detroit with the home fans. Same thing with the Eagles. They're not winning in Philly in January. Not happening. So they're sitting on one loss. They now lead Green Bay basically by three games because they have the tiebreaker right now because they won at Lambeau. And they lead the Bears and the Vikings by three games and the Bears and the Vikings play this weekend. So start printing the playoff tickets. Here we go. Lions to a Super Bowl. And they got ripped off in the CBS Sports NFL Power Poll. Why? Okay, I I just got to ask you this. Why are the Dolphins... What they give up was a forty-eight. to Buffalo got hammered in Buffalo, and Buffalo just lost to Jacksonville, London, and the Lions beat the Chiefs in Arrowhead on Super Bowl celebration night. It's Detroit versus everybody. Yeah, everybody in front of them because they're number five. All four teams. This is unbelievable. Mike Knubel's in studio. Mike, I you know we we're gonna talk hockey in a moment, but. What's going on with the Lions right now, even through the Barry era, when they were young and good with Sue Stafford and Calvin Johnson, we're talking about things and seeing things we've never seen before connected to the Lions.
4: We've all grown up around this stuff before, right? We've all, anybody who's grown up in Michigan. But not this good. No, I know, I know. We've had our moments and still it's what kills me is one playoff game and, Like, all our lifetimes, pretty much, you know, since we've been around. So, I mean, I appreciate the, uh, you know, the the optimism, the enthusiasm, and that's great. And I said, even when I played with Detroit and, you know, we won the Stanley Cup in 97-98 and they won in 2002 again and, you know, and was it 06 or 07 maybe? I don't know if they were there, if they won again. But, like, football's king, you know, and it'd be fantastic if they could win, but... A one game series are tough too, man. The wrong guy goes out, gets hurt, the wrong person gets injured. It's just too hard to recover in in a one game series. But certainly, this point of the season is better than being one and six last year or whatever it was. A lot more fun to talk about it, you know? So, I mean, you add up, you you start with that one and six last season, now you're four and one this year. It's a lot of wins in the last little while, you know? So, it's it's, it's great optimism for everybody. It's awesome. It's fun to see. It's way better to be an exciting, you know? Being around this stuff, you know, you have Michigan doing well. State's down a little bit, but you know the Lions are doing great, and they're kings. Really, it's the king. They're they're the they're the big sport of the block when they get rolling.
1: Could you imagine? Because you've been through the Woodward celebrations with the Wings. Can can you just imagine what they'd be like with the Lions? Mm -hmm. I'm I'm talking. You might literally there's 10.4 million people in the state. You might get eight million
4: in Detroit for that parade in the middle of February on Woodward. That's what it's going to be. You've right? been to what? Uh, how many times? Yeah, yeah, twice, but it twice? was mid June. It was great. It was 85 degrees out. out. It was they're, awesome. They're, they're, We're sitting it, on convertibles. Now. Yeah, we want to do that in mid February. But, you know, obviously people in Detroit and Norwood players really care how, how cold it is or whatever. But, um, yeah, no, it'd be pretty cool to see again.
1: Yeah, and they
4: just, they, the ownership, you know,
1: Sheila Hamp, she took off the family hyphen name, uh, Ford. You get the front office. You get the coaches. You got Golf, who's emerged as a leader. Made everybody forget about Stafford after the That's Super for sure, Bowl. Yeah. yeah, they really mm-hmm. have. Mm-hmm. And you have all this young, exciting talent like Hutch and Gibbs and Laporta at tight end and Branch, who's tough as nails, like an old-school Ronnie Lott. They superstar power. They're set up to be good for a while. I know you only get a window in salary cap Sports And the NHL is one of them that we'll talk about in a minute. But, man, this future. And, and the future's now. And you're right. Eight and two finished last year. Uh Four and one this year. Mm-hmm. You're 12 and three in your last 15 NFL games, which includes wins at Kansas City twice in Green Bay. Rogers and,
4: finale. I mean, there are huge changes, you know. I mean, same quarterback, same, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Hutch... Yeah, Hutch is involved in everything, right? He started last year, started off one and six. So but adding Gibbs, adding yeah, yeah.
1: and then yeah. Montgomery picking up him at running back, mm-hmm. I think he's you know why? Because he enables you to eat clock when you got a lead and just grind it out and he's so good between the tackles and can bounce outside and mm-hmm. there you know, Campbell's a great leader. You know, you know leadership, how important it is. People will say, Oh, well, you got talent, you can just go out there and win. You you've been around the block. You know great coaches. There's a reason why great coaches win championships.
4: Well, and he's, you know, coaches talk about, oh, you know, like, let's, you know, I want a team that can fight in the back alley or whatever. And you feel like Dan Campbell would be right there with you in the back. And not, not like telling, he might be, yeah, he'd be first off the, first off the boss trying to get out into the alley, you know? So I think that's great for the players. And I think that's, uh, you know, he, you know, we see him and he feel like he's one of you almost, you know, he's not too far remo- uh, removed from being a player. So I think it's. He does a good job of kind of us against the world type stuff for the team, and so guys respond to that.
1: And tickets, and not just this year where it's sold out, but I I noticed this a year ago where a lot of people I know went and bought season tickets, like and that was before they were off of the hard knocks and the hype of that summer you know fourteen months ago. And you know Johnny Vanderwol who's in studio hour number one, I think he bought six season tickets, so he wants to get together with his family. His daughter lives down in Detroit, his son and his girlfriend. They all get together, make it a family thing. I think they're going to seven of the eight games, gave the tickets away to other family members. Uh, gosh, Joe Lavoie, the Doherty's, I can go down the list of people
4: who have all bought season tickets. Yeah, I mean, it's an awesome place to see a game. It's, it's such a, it's a great place to see a game. And when you were the with at the Wings, did you, guys,
1: did you guys go to
4: Lions games? Maybe once a season. You just seem to be pretty busy, but... Um, you know, go every once in a while, but not too often. Yeah, but I know they go now. It's up right when you guys yeah, are yeah, going. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah, And you didn't want to – kind of when you're playing, you didn't really want to sit in the seats. You know, you wanted a box. So if they didn't have a box for you, it's kind of like we're not going. Not to be a snob, but you kind of are.
1: Well, I'm seeing <laughs> Isaiah showing up at the games. <laughs> yeah. Eminem yeah. was in a suite, but yeah. he's, he was up in one of those really high suites you see yeah. at Ford Field. That yeah. tells you, when Eminem can't get main level – when he can't get main level, because he asked me, he says, "Hey, Bill, I got a couple of extra sweet tickets." I'm like, "Hey, man, I appreciate uh, what you've done and the gazillion records you've sold, but there's no way I got a better view
4: on my couch watching mm-hmm. it." Well, even even when they're struggling, I mean, the franchise is still pretty strong all the time, right? And so those corporate corporate stuff is all sold, whether you like it or not. It's strong. You know, I'm sure there's a huge waiting list for sweets. and so yeah, there is. Yeah, I mean, can't sold get out yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Sweets, so they can't get. Yeah. You know, pretty much. And if you want it, the the secondary market, if you look at the Lions games right now, like at Tampa on Sunday, when you start looking at at Baltimore, you're seeing the secondary market and especially the Lions home games where tickets start at. Mm
4: -hmm.
1: It it is the highest in the NFL right now. The demand because the Lions fans know, Okay, I can't get tickets to Ford Field. I'm going to go on the road. Right, You remember how the Wings fans traveled, yeah, oh,
4: right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, Tampa's an easy flight right from Detroit. It's not bad, or Baltimore. Like, remember when the Wings used hard. to take over the
1: stadium in Chicago? I remember uh, our
4: 1998 finals when we were in Washington, D.C. It was easier to go get, get go get tickets in uh, in D.C. at that point. The Capitals were in a brand-new rink, and they weren't quite a big deal. They kind of snuck their way to the finals. They really didn't have the following yet. This is pre-Ovechkin, right? So uh, it was way easier. Our final game four, was all. it was probably two-thirds or three-quarters Detroit people.
1: When I was living in Chicago doing my show down there in 98 to 2001, uh, the Hawks were going through a transition, right? Shelly had left everybody, and mm-hmm. uh, I think Ronick was done right. And when the Wings would come to town, I'd go watch the games. They just opened up the United Center, and you thought you were at a Detroit home game. Mm-hmm. And it made the people in Chicago furious that the Wings fans – Will come take over the United Center, mm-hmm. right? Because the ticket yeah. was tough at Hockey Town. Yeah. So if you're on the West Side or even in Detroit, you're going
4: to drive to Chicago and go see the Wings. They weren't given; they couldn't give them away in the the beginning of the United Center. It was a cavernous place compared to what was there, and they weren't exciting as a team. And
1: no, the old the old man Wirtz wasn't the best no. owner. No. On,
4: you know, he didn't want the games on
1: TV, yeah. right? No. They didn't believe thought it would take away from his gate. And then yeah. when his son took over, is when they kind of went through their. Their run
4: right, yeah. First thing he did was put him on TV,
1: right? Well, that's why right. right. I mean, it was uh, it was a Bill Wurtz, I think it was. It was Rocky the Sun, I think. Rocky's the Sun, yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. I I was down there and I loved it because I'd go uh, see the games, got to know a few of the hockey players like Brian Noonan, he was a great dude, mm-hmm. yeah. A good yeah, guy, yeah. oh my gosh, yeah. The hockey guys, the hockey guys are the best guys that I've met, hockey guys and offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. If I had to say, the best and baseball players are pretty cool too. Yeah, like yeah. Vanderwall and Studio. There's a there's an element of some guys that just get it and it's kind of a culture. Mm-hmm. And the hockey guys have
4: minor leaguers to NHL people like yourself, just good people. So both the boys at school say that's who they see around you know, that's who they get along with or the offensive linemen. They seem to end up in the same spots in the late in the evening.
1: Isn't an is, <laughs> interesting yeah, what I just yeah, said about yeah, that? Yeah. So, yeah, there's something about, you know, they're laid back. Plus, the hockey guys are smart knowing that you're never going to get defensemen like that on the ring, <laughs> right? So why not yeah, be best friends with the yeah, biggest yeah, dudes, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. where well, they meet up late for studying,
4: right? <laughs> That's right, while well, they're staying up late studying on a Friday night. That's you
1: know, and, know. You, and your son, Cole, I know we've talked about He's been through a, a pretty cool ride where the ups, the downs back up Uh, American Junior Player of the Year last year and just an unbelievable USHL season in Fargo and now playing for ND and it's less than two hours, maybe two hours of traffic for you. You got Cam uh, D1 Hockey at Western so yeah, you and your family have to be Loving it right now. This is a
4: busy season, so it's the schedule's all been, you know, what does that look like on yeah. the on the on the computer or the yeah. iPad for the canoe Yeah, here there, one game there, two games here, you know, like kind of figure out who's in town, who's out of town, which hotel are we at, which town are we staying in. So it's exciting and it's fun. It's what those two have worked for and we get to my wife and I get to benefit and get to go watch it all, but it's what they've Worked for their whole life and to try and get to this point. And we have a time, a real unique year where they're crossing over and having a senior and a freshman, so you get to see them both play. And so, it's there's some weekends you're spread thin, but it's a great problem to have. And the good thing is you, you know, they're an hour apart. You know, when they're at home, it's you know, Kalamazoo and South Bend's pretty quick, easy drive. So you can get you can get places, and they always play. Seem to play at the same time. You know, nobody plays like a Saturday afternoon and then a Saturday evening. They're all always Saturday evenings. But uh, you know, it's it's a great problem to have.
1: Well, you can, you can talk to Western and ND and say, hey, could you do a Saturday afternoon so me and the family could get in the car and do the 40 minutes to see the night game, too, right?
4: Yeah, and last year, I mean, uh, Cole took his official visit to Notre Dame, and they were playing Western. They had a home-and-home, home, so that contract ran out. Now, I don't know if they're going to play again next year, oh, but cool. they're that, not. Oh, I mean, yeah, cool. Your that son's really going good. on recruiting visit, yeah, and, yeah. and the other son, yeah. Cam, was playing for the Broncos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was really kind of a special night, you know, and so... Um, like I said, it's a culmination of a lot of years and a lot of toiling and ups and downs. Like you said, to get to that point, so it was good. Oh yeah, I it mean, was a really unique evening.
1: Yeah, man, he went from undrafted to literally the best uh, U.S. Uh, you know amateur hockey player uh, the next year, and just drafted by the Flyers, and now with ND. And the, yeah. I know you sent me that photo of him with his gold helmet, man. That's just that's yeah. about hard work. Yeah. And Cam too. Cam has gone from Michigan State to. Western and loves it, and just loves the game, the passion. Mm-hmm. And you and your wife and your family you guys drove them all around the country, all around North America, for them chasing their dreams. And the see it, they they both achieved their dreams. Yeah, mm-hmm. it still may be the NHL, but you you're playing hockey next level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything's bonus after you get uh, to this level. If you get to play any sport in college, I consider that a bonus. Any level, yeah. I don't care if it's a JUCO or a power five
4: school. Yeah, yeah, it's it's awesome. Keeps them out of trouble. Keeps them busy. Keeps them focused and they are good times and their camaraderie, and these are the guys that'll be in their weddings, and you all know, the guys uh, that'll be their lifelong buddies. You have your high school buddies, and they're they're one thing, and then college buddies are different. Everybody's gone to college, knows that your college buddies are a whole different breed, and and uh, they've had great experiences so far. So we're uh, we're thrilled. We can't be happier for them.
1: Yeah, and I'm I'm really uh, I like from talking with you and knowing you, I like the way they grinded back. I like the way both of them did. Mm-hmm. I think it says something about a life lesson about what they have inside their uh, belly, their head, and just uh, it's it's really cool. And you have to be extremely proud, you and your wife, and tell your extended family. have to be really proud of what they've done, and now it's gravy. You get to go travel. So what's your schedule like uh, this weekend for Cole at ND, uh, or maybe the next couple weeks, Cole at ND and Cam at Western?
4: Cam, I think, yeah, Western, they play Ferris State at home Thursday. Play Ferris State at Ferris State Friday. Coles on the road in Rochester, New York on Saturday. So you can try and catch all three games. I'll see two live. The one in Rochester, New York, we won't go to, but uh, you know they just play. They're just going out there for one game, and then uh, next weekend I know Cam has he's home and home with Bowling Green, and Cole has BU twice. At yeah, South Bend,
1: so you're going to be able to kind of bounce around there. That's not too bad. You can jump on yeah. 80, 90 from Bowling yeah. Green
4: and get over there, right? Well, we actually we're going to see. I think i going to think. I think we're going to see BU in Notre Dame on Friday night, and then go to Michigan, Michigan State football on Saturday. Really? And
1: come <laughs> yeah. back?
4: Well, like, not too crazy. I mean, there's some bigger events we got to go to. Boy. And that's I'd... a big social. That's where we go with a bunch of friends and. Uh, Oh, yeah, have Michigan, a good time there. Yeah, yeah. Your Michigan State friends yeah. are yeah, yeah, yeah. excited yeah. about yeah. that game. Really they excited. kept it as a night game. Yeah, yeah. I thought
1: they were going to move yeah. it. Yeah. I, I really did. They kept. that's the power, really, of what Michigan's doing right now. Yeah. And, and and we talked about secondary ticket markets for uh, the Lions tickets, home and away. There's talk that right now it's tracking that 80 percent of that Spartan Stadium crowd could be Michigan fans. Mm-hmm. It's flipping. Yeah, oh yeah, because you're. I'm hearing yeah. from. People I know with kids, students, and others who live down there who are being offered four or five, six times the value of their ticket. And they're like, hey, you know, you're a college kid, and somebody says, you know, a secondary buyer says, I'm going to give you like $300 for your ticket. You're a kid going, oh my Lord, that is like, I'll watch it on TV. That's a ton of money. It yeah, is hey, for a hey, college yeah. kid. Yeah. I mean, three hundred dollars. That could have got me through two days at the University of Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that could have, yeah. So you're going down. You got good seats. Yeah, we're going. Yeah, we'll be club level. We'll go. with some, oh. some friends. Oh, you got a so. club yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you'll go. Yeah. You'll go to Michigan, Michigan <laughs> State, but you won't go to Lions because when you're away, because you're, you're not in a suite.
4: Yeah, um, yeah. No, we're going to go down there. It's going to be a tough day for first. For Michigan State So are your fans, friends
1: Michigan? Yeah, with, with yes, the club, are. yeah. Yes, so they, they are. have yes, yes. they have club seats yes, at yes. Michigan
4: State, they're. But yeah, no, it's a great opportunity. We're, they they brought us it's a couple like, times, and it's been it's, it's been very fun. The rivalry yeah. is good with yeah. friends. Yeah, it, yeah, is. it is. It's great with friends. It's not as nasty. Yeah. Like people
1: no, are worried about not. night games and no,
4: Michigan no. Michigan
1: State playing at night. Now there's no like riots. Trust me, I've seen Oklahoma Oklahoma State night games, and those are crazy. Texas Texas A and M. Night games, those are nuts. Michigan, Michigan State, nowhere close. No,
4: no, it's good friends, good times. Because, you know, you wait till, you know, all this stuff comes around, right? Everybody has their year. Every dog has their day, right? And then, so I know Michigan State's waiting for the basketball season. I know that.
1: that, (laughs) As my buddy Mark Rasmussen told me when we were discussing, hey, who's going to be the next head coach? He says, I'd take Urban Meyer right now. I go, he's not coming. He goes, well, I don't care anymore. We're a basketball school. (laughs) And he's a diehard Michigan State fan. And then his son, Sam, goes to Michigan State and said, "Oh, Urban Meyer's coming. We heard he interviewed. I'm like, "Mm." I go, well, we heard he was in town. Well, there's a lot of different reasons somebody could be in Lansing. By the way, and if they were going to hire him, they'd already done it by now. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't wait. He's doing TV. Mm -hmm. He gets out of his TV deal and he comes right in. You need him right now because you lost Jordan Simmons to the transfer portal. Your whole key's going to be... Who are you going to lose now? That, that's the biggest thing for Michigan State. You don't have a president. Your AD now, Title IX, a report came out in the Detroit News that they're not meeting and fulfilling requirements. So your AD is going to be in hot water. your head coach is gone. Look at you and you have no president. Who's going to walk in there right now? And people are like, oh, you're piling on. I said, no, I'm not. I'm pointing out the facts. I mean, Michigan, like you said, it does go around. Mm -hmm. Look at when they had their issues with ADs, Mm
4: -hmm. with head coaches, Mm -hmm. with the president, right? Mm -hmm. It all moves around. It's one year and one year this one, one year the next one.
1: Well, what are your Michigan—you don't identify any Michigan State
4: friends by name, but what are your Michigan State friends saying
1: about this situation?
4: no names I don't need no not too I, I don't think they're saying too much it's just a lot of head shaking and be like oh this is not how, how good you, yeah, how yeah, are yeah. we in this yeah yeah this is we're not loyal good. fans yeah. we pay all yeah. this money we
1: buy club yeah. seats we even bring former Michigan athletes into yeah. our club seats
4: for Michigan Michigan State how are we in this yeah they're always they're a little bit on the inside and so they hear things and then it's yeah it's like well how's this this should we this should not get to this point no
1: no that's it that's how I feel and and also, Michigan doing well at the same time doesn't put the Michigan State fan at ease. And when I say doing well, looking like a team that could win the national championship this year.
4: Yeah, yeah. And you know the rivalry. It, yeah, yeah. It's makes it a little easier. to Look forward to mid-November and a, and a basketball tip-off.
1: So when you're sure. in the club section uh-huh. at Michigan State yeah. for the Michigan-Michigan State football game, and the Michigan goes up twenty-one nothing, is there a quiet yeah? Is there, oh my God, pounding on the glass?
4: Or is there just, I'm here with friends and I don't need to celebrate? It's like a one, two little golf clap, oh. like just quick clap, clap, clap. Yeah, oh, wow. Man. Yeah, and that's it.
1: We're going to do my canoeful, uh a <laughs> uh, huge theater at the Michigan, Michigan State <laughs> Club level. Oh, Michigan's up 48 oh. nothing at halftime. Nice. That's nice. It's nice. Can I get another? Can I get another high noon? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well done. Yeah. I didn't. And you hear friends are like, oh, my God, what's happening? Like, I don't know. I didn't expect this. I'm really... Why why are there only 20 green and white shirts in this whole 76,000 seat arena? <laughs> okay. Uh there there are good Michigan State fans. Oh yeah, no. 95 a, uh, 90, I'll go
4: 94. 94% of them are yeah. good people. Oh no, and then being up in that that club level is fabulous. I mean, the, yeah. the hospitality up there and the Michigan has club. Oh yeah yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: It's like flying private jets. Yeah, well, you fly yeah. private nah, jets, you, you can't, can't go, go sit back in the down seats. there, no. Oh. You can't. You feel like you're Con and Nicholas oh, yeah. Cage, being yeah. transported. Yeah. No, it's great. It's it's a beautiful well, it's nice stadium. Well, said. Yeah. If anybody
4: yeah. ever wants to take Mike Knoebel <laughs> to a game, you better have a damn suite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no, for Notre Dame, Ohio State, we had a regular seat. We had regular seats. Were at that, that game? Yeah, we went to that game, yeah, a couple weeks ago. With Cole? Uh, he was there, but he was over in the student section. My wife and I went. So we tailgated all day with them, with their team. It was good. It was a lot of, of fun. fun. Was yeah, it, it was really good.
1: The fair, the parents were all t- the, the hockey team play that night or earlier. No, they just had practice and then. Uh, so the hockey parents. Uh, so all actually, had before a no,
4: it was only it was only one other, one other set of parents, and they practiced at ten a.m. So they all got there at eight a.m. and got an area in front of the Joyce Center. Got blocked off like three parking spots. Really, and kind of set up. Then they go to practice, and then. You guys were. We stop in and bring. We stop at Chick Fil A north of town and grab a oh, bunch of food for them and, and, just, that, and no no yeah. other
1: no other beverages. Kool Aid. No, juice yeah, boxes. soda.
4: For, yep. Uh, juice yep.
1: boxes for all the hockey players. Just like you know, you're yep. wife's a hockey mom for yep. life. Got juice boxes, orange slices, and. Uh, everybody just stood around and the kids ate pizza and they you, you had a little sprinkler they could run through. It was really a fun. Yeah, yeah,
4: that was great. It was an awesome day. What a great game. night. Yeah, it was an awesome what a by game. Like, by like half a foot. I mean, one second and a half a foot. I mean, we said before the last play, I said to my wife, I go, you know, what, if they stop them here, this field's going to get rushed. It's gonna be great to see that, and then it's just you know whatever happened on you're, the last you're play. Like, you're on a good yeah. sports binge. Yeah, I right have yeah, been a little. You bit. are. Yeah. Normally, yeah. it's a golf course. Now you're going
1: to yeah. all these events Well, your kids are gone. You can do all this yeah. stuff.
4: Now. Yeah, going to Kingsley tomorrow too. So. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, My God, look at Mike. It's good. what's the temperature? 38 tomorrow. It'll be warmer than today, though. Is I think tomorrow's. Like? Yeah, I think tomorrow's a lot warmer. Not a lot warmer. Well, but warmer. in the 50s. No, it's comfortable fine. today. It was this fine. weather's fine to go. You dress for it, you're fine.
1: You do it. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. you. You look like you dress like you just cut down three yeah, trees. Yeah, you yeah. look dressed. Yeah. You look You look warm. You look like that lumberjack look. It's a yeah. It's a new trendy thing here on the west side of the state, <laughs> the lumberjack look. Yeah. Uh, we do got to talk about the wings, maybe. We'll do that coming up in our next segment. Mike Knubel, former NHL star, U.S. Olympian, calls West Michigan home. One of our wings, NHL insiders joining us. Wings, open up. The regular season dropped the puck against the Devils on Thursday. We'll talk about the Wings and their high parent, or actually the high minor league affiliate, uh, the Grand Rapids Griffins, and a new coach and uh, a new look roster. And Mike, and, and also you, you're not coaching anymore, so you have all this free time. I do have more free time, and yeah. that's for sports. It's yeah. 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 crazy. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll talk hockey with Knubel next.
0: From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge.
3: Fuel up for less with M-Perks. Earn points on your purchases when you shop at Meyer in-store and online. Then use your points to claim a fuel reward and save at the pump. Your dollar goes further at the pump with M-Perks. Plus, earn points for all qualifying purchases in the Meyer Express station. And keep a lookout for exclusive Meyer Express offers. Enter your M-Perks ID at checkout to earn. Exclusions apply. Not valid in Wisconsin. Max 30 gallons. Download the Meyer app to sign up or see Meyer.com to
1: learn more. Huge here for my good friend, Matt Golden. Now, he's the CEO and GM at the Tullymore Golf Resort. They're in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of Grand Rapids. And fall golf is here, and they have some huge deals you can take advantage of on stay-and-play packages, tee times, and more. Just go to TullymoreGolf.com. That is TullymoreGolf.com. Also, if you want to book a Christmas party for the holidays, you want to squeeze in a business meeting with some golf and great food and beverages, Matt Golden and his team can take care of you right now. Go to TullymoreGolf.com. That's TullymoreGolf.com. They're also booking big groups who want stay-and-play packages or maybe you just want to look ahead to the perfect weekend in 2024. Remember, Tullymore is less than an hour north of GR in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. Book your stay and play package or get more info now at telemoregolf.com.
6: Ladies, let's go see some men. The show. Friday, November 17th at Soaring Eagle Casino. Come meet the men of your wicked dreams for an affordable night of and Maybe some mischief. Oh my. The boys are backing down. Tickets for 18 plus, just $25. On sale now. Office and eTix.com. Betsy huh. costumes. Hot dance food. Your sensational night of fun returns. Punk the show. November 17th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Oh
1: my. The huge show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer, Mike Knubel, former NHL star, U.S. Olympian, calls West Michigan home. Was coach with the Wings, top farm affiliate, the Grand Rapids Griffins. Now he's just enjoying his sons playing at Notre Dame and West Michigan or Western Michigan with the Broncos D1 hockey there and D D1 hockey. Uh, the wings, uh, the off season. I think we talked uh, earlier this summer, right at the end of. Uh, I think it was after the draft and everything that, you know, Stevie White had his best off season he's had since he was Wings GM. Is that, or since he became the GM, is that because he knew now he, they're ready to go? What do you think?
4: Well, I think you know he's adding players, right? So it's. You're adding players, and it's adding veteran guys. And I just, you know, you think back of the guys who just got sent down here to back to Grand Rapids, and Jonathan Bergeron played a lot of games last year. You know, Elmer Soderblom played games last year a significant amount. And Simon Evanson was up at the end of the year. So the team has gone a bit older. It's a little more uh, experienced. And so there's only, like, you know, you've got one draft pick on defense now, Mo Sider, that's it, right? And then you have three or four up front, you know, Lucas Rabin, Joe Valeno, uh, Rasmussen. Might be forgetting all if you call it Dylan Larkin draft pick, but you know the rest are kind of older veteran guys, right? Right now, so they have gotten older a little bit more experience this summer, and and so that, some of that has to do, uh, you know, with you know freeing up some cap dollars. But you had Alex DeBrincat, and that's that's the crown jewel this summer, and you know, I'm hoping that you know he continues his thirty five forty goals a year that he gets and and uh you know that's going to be a big step forward and so you're placing a lot of players uh, you know some younger guys that weren't quite ready couldn't quite do enough and and you got some veteran guys in there that are that are going to help push things a little bit forward here
1: uh, how much improved are they from when last year ended to this season beginning on Thursday against jersey
4: well i i think I don't know if you can look at the end of last season because there was a time when Steve cut bait really. You know, there were two games in Ottawa and they lost them both and happened to be right at the tread line trade deadline, He got rid of Bertuzzi, you know, made a couple other deals to get rid of some other people and uh yeah. Um Oscar, um the Swedish kid, I forget what his last name was, but you know, they made trades at the end of the year to, to get rid of guys. So um the team was teetering kind of did you look like a playoff team? Kind of, you know, through January, through February. They're kind of real, a real tipping point come early February, mid or sorry, mid to late February when it got near the traded line and then just didn't quite have enough. And Steve recognized any quick change of years fast, you know. So team at the end of the year was a little bit down. You know, he had some guys, more guys come up from Grand Rapids or whatever to hold Fortown. But, but uh, you know, certainly the core group who played most of the year last year, this group would be a little bit older, a little bit stronger, a little more balanced. So are they uh, a playoff team? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, I think earlier in the show you said they're, what are they, calling them 22? 22. 22 yeah. the I mean, they're going to be closer. I think they'll be in the fight a lot longer. And then, again, you know, if the core group can keep it close and right. you know, be a borderline playoff team, maybe Steve goes the other way at trade, trade deadline this year, you know, and adds to the group right at the end. You know, and again, you know, you, you just hope that Lucas Raymond, you know, Mo Sider continue to uh, to build and, and be big parts of the team and get back uh, – Kind of a little bit of a a mojo, and like after your first year, you're surprised, right? Second year, you're not so much a surprise anymore. Teams play you harder; they're more physical. They know we've got to be on most side every game. We can't let them roam around. We've got to be real physical on him. Lucas Raymond getting pushed around a little bit. You know, he's learning to push back and learning different ways that he has to score and find his way around the ice. So those are those are things they have to discover, players, and hopefully they do.
1: It's not so much how much the wings have improved, it's how deep the NHL is right now. Right. And that that's your how when you're sitting if you're projected at twenty two out of thirty two with that CBS NHL poll, you have to get in front of so many teams just to be a playoff team. We're not even talking about getting another Stanley Cup.
4: Yeah. The good thing is there's a lot of there's like teams like to your point are closer. There's a lot of parity. So, you know, it can be a guy or two or a good run here and there that can separate you the same time it's losing a guy or two and and going on a bad run that can really kill you and it's 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 it. you know you don't want to say games on october are important but you know because they aren't teams are finding their way and stuff but those points are super valuable and and you know you you just hope for a good start out of detroit and and kenny holland used to say for years he said if you're out at thanksgiving you're probably you know it's like 90 percent sure that you're not going to make playoffs so it's it's, you do have to have, get off to a quick start here, and you do have to have, you know put up some wins right away here and get, get a nice cushion going with points.
1: So you, you mentioned um, the Grand Rapids Griffins, benefactors of a more veteran roster this year, at least going into the season for Stevie Y and the Wings. Uh, how much better will they be than they were a year ago?
4: Well, I think, you know, I touched on Jonathan Berger and. Uh, there a little bit, but he was kind of the X factor that might have really done Grand Rapids in last year. I think a little bit. I think they were planning that he was going to be in Grand Rapids the whole year. He had a call up in probably early November and stayed. Right there was just a combination of of some injuries and a little bit of poor play out of some veterans and strong play by him, and he got to stick around. And that really threw Grand Rapids a little bit of a tailspin. There was another kid, Matt Luff, who was injured. He got he got called up and then was injured up there, lost in Grand Rapids for three or four months. That was a tough hole to replace, so uh, I know Matt Luff is injured up in De- up in uh, Detroit right now, and same with the young guy, uh, uh, Carter Mazur, who's going to be a good young player in Grand Rapids, so add Berger and add Luff back, add, you know, uh, Simon Evanson back in the Almer Soderblom. you add Carter Mazur to the mix, suddenly the team's team's gonna be pretty good so those are elements that we missing last year
1: Mike Knubel a former NHL star former US Olympian calls West Michigan home and now just enjoying the ride uh, with his son Cole playing at Notre Dame Cam playing at WMU down in Kalamazoo some D1 uh, hockey parents uh, Mike and his wife so good to have you in studio man uh, so happy for your kids and you guys and enjoy the ride okay you got a huge. Good to be here, bud. Yeah, uh, Mike Knubel in studio talking hockey here on a Tuesday edition of The Huge Show presented by the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com. Everything huge 24
0: 7 at TheHugeShow.net.
5: Bill Simonson here for my good
1: friends at Urban U. They are Michigan's number one med spa. They provide services to men and women in the greater Grand Rapids and Detroit metro areas. Also, their laser services are very important and essential for men and women as you age, and no matter what you're doing during the summer, whether it's sports, whether it's just hanging out on the dock or on the beach. Laser can knock out signs of aging. Laser improves sun damage, wrinkles and skin texture with little to no downtime. And also during the month of October, you can save two hundred and fifty dollars on laser by booking with urban u go to the urban that's the urbanu.com imagine this winning big at soaring U. it's pumpkin
3: coin toss and you can carve out wicked premium play prizes up to three grand there are drawings every Friday in October from 5 to 11 p.m. And two lucky guests every hour toss to win up to $3,000 premium play. Be there for pumpkin coin toss. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway.
1: Reimagine. your magic. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details.
3: And now, to the chopper for our traffic report.
6: There's a lot of traffic. It must be headed to Meyer for the buy five, save five dollars sale. Shop Deli Fresher Carving Board Lunch Meat, General Mills Family Size Cereal, and Pepperidge Farm Goldfish. All buy five, save five dollars. Mix or match at Meyer.
7: <laughs> okay.
6: Deals so good, you've just got to talk about them. Meyer, Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app.
0: You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
1: We are back live across Michigan on the only show where the people have a voice. We're all about huge opinions. Big name guest, Superfly Hayes. He is our executive producer. Graham Couch with the latest on what's happening in East Lansing. He'll join us. Also an update on the Lions as they prepare for Tampa. 425 p.m. Sunday on Fox. They're the big game. Interesting numbers when it comes to the Lions from Pro Football Focus. I'll go through those coming up in just about 15 minutes. Superfly and I are going through... All of the pairings in the huge rivalry cup, which are two-person teams, Michigan Michigan State fans, three nine-hole matches, alternate shot, best ball, scramble at the North Kent Golf Club in Rockford, here on the west side of the state, and also the Alpine Golf Club on the northwest side of GR, the Comstock Park area. Nick Lipinski and his family, they have renovated and recharge the North Kent Golf Club, and now they'll do the same with the Alpine Golf Club this fall and also over the next year or so. Like I said, northwest side of GR. So we're doing something pretty cool. We have 36 twosomes at each course. We're doing a shotgun at 8 a.m. at North Kent coming up on Monday morning, 12 noon at the Alpine Golf Club. So Superfly, we're looking at what teams we have in there. We're only looking for Michigan State twosomes right now. The Michigan fans have just come out of the woodwork. So I think we're almost full, but we need, if I'm not wrong, is it 10 more Michigan State teams? Or 10 more, yeah, 10 more twosomes of Michigan State. Is that correct? So if you're a golfer, all you have to do is go to at huge show on Twitter, the huge show on Facebook. We've drawn all the names for Michigan teams and they're full. So I did say because everyone gets the golfer free and they get lunch for free. And thanks to Eric Schwab and Nick Pinsky. We will put what golfers we drew together and they may be two Michigan teams. So they'll just play each other and the points go towards a total. I suspected this, that the Michigan fan would be more robust in their excitement going into Michigan-Michigan State week. So if you're a Michigan State fan and you want to get a twosome in, the first ten twosomes who sign up at Huge Show on Twitter, you'll see the pinned tweet. The Huge Show on Facebook, you'll see the pinned post. Uh, we will get you in and then we'll finalize uh, the shotgun at North Cannon Rockford and Alpine in Comstock Park. And Monday will be a great day. I'll be broadcasting uh, from the Alpine Golf Club. Three until six statewide. And the Huge Rivalry Cup has gone on for over 10 years. It's pretty cool, man. Three nine hole matches. You don't get to do alternate shot playing with the buddies, you do best ball and scramble. But it's for bragging rights. So, again, we're short on Michigan State twosomes. So, if you're a Michigan State fan, 21 and up, free lunch. The 3-9 hole matches are free. Nick Lipinski and his crew, Eric Schwab setting up everything. It's going to be a great day. Now yeah, the weather's supposed to be in the mid-50s. We're cool. If you golf, you're okay with high 40s in the morning Mid-50s in the afternoon. So I need both names on your Michigan State twosome. Both of your golf handicaps, just guess. And then we'll hook you up. We, that's it. Out of 144 golfers, what do we need? Is that right? Superfly, is it 10 more twosomes, I think? Correct? 10 more twosomes. And you can be a part of the huge rivalry cup. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Casino. And download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. We are back live across Michigan for our number three on a Tuesday with Superfly Hayes producing the show. Graham Couch with an update on everything going on in East Lansing from Tom Izzo and Michigan State Basketball Big Ten Media Days What's the latest on the Mel Tucker situation? I didn't see that Detroit news story uh, Michigan State uh, an investigation showed they're not following Title IX protocol, so we'll talk to Graham Couch coming up uh, in a few moments. Tim20manDetroitLions.com before the end of the hour. You can join in on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866- 838-4843. That's 1-866- 838-HUGE. Superfly Hayes. Keeping the show going. He's a great producer. Knubel was awesome in studio. So was John Vanderwall. Knubel on life and hockey, and Vanderwall on the MLB playoffs and the Tigers. Also, Brett and I have been busy trying to organize our huge rivalry cup, which is Monday at the North Kent Golf Club in Rockford and the Alpine Golf Club. On the northwest side of GR Comstock Park, we're organizing 144 golfers, 72 two-person teams. To say the tension between me and Superfly when we're trying to finalize the golfers and the drawings and who gets the free twosome and lunch and three nine-hole matches and it's Michigan versus Michigan State fans. Three times I said, we're just not doing this. After everything in between breaks during this show we have come up that we need 10 two-person Michigan State teams to fill out the 72 golfers at the Alpine Golf Club for the noon shotgun on Sunday or Monday, excuse me, this Monday. We need 6 two-person Michigan State teams to fill out the 8 a.m. shotgun. Again, 72 golfers each course. That's pretty good. What we've already filled up in less than a week. And the Michigan fans are lining up. We, got, we have a waiting list with about 20 Michigan twosomes. We have a waiting list. I'm like a hot restaurant. Sorry, we can't get you in right now. But we do have 10 Spartan twosomes for... The Alpine Golf Club in the noon shotgun and six for the eight a.m. shotgun at the North Kent Golf Club. If you want to get in, uh, the twosomes are free. Lunch is free. Prizes from the Grand Rapids Gold, Grand Rapids Griffins. It's a Ryder Cup like event. It's really cool. So if you want the twosome, go to Ad Huge Show on Twitter. You'll see the pin post. Michigan State fans, we, we're not taking it, drawing any more Michigan names because we got the waiting list. I knew this would happen because the Spartan fans, they didn't want to show up on the golf course. What's going on? So, add a huge Show on Twitter, The huge Show on Facebook. You'll see the pin post. Or you can call Superfly Hayes at 1 838 4843 and reserve your Michigan State Tucson. That's all we're taking. 10 more for the noon shotgun at the Alpine Golf Club in Comstock Park. Six more for the morning shotgun at the North Kent Golf Club. Thank you, Nick Lipinski, Eric Schwab. Also, Nick and his family own the Arrowhead Golf Course in Carroll and the Thumb. Good stuff. I will say, anybody who's put together a league, a golf outing, a tournament, there's nothing more stressful in life. I know what women go through with childbirth now. That's what I know. (laughs) Uh, Graham Couch, a uh, great golfer, one of the best in the media, leads the media league board. Like, his, his, uh, I think his handicap is like plus eight, even better than Tiger in his day at plus three. How you doing, Graham, from the Lansing State Journal, Couch in the Room podcast? What's happening?
8: I'm good. I do organize the the LSJ coed softball team. That's about as far as I go with my organizational skills. So, yeah, I I created I created that team a a decade ago to try to meet my wife, who was in the newsroom. And a decade later, she no longer plays, but I'm still running the team. So there Mm. you go.
1: Yeah, I remember. Well, the only girls' softball team I ran, I was 21, and my buddy's wife said, "Hey, Bill, you know baseball, softball? Could you be our coach and run the team, handle practices and games?" And then I started dating a good-looking second baseman who couldn't hit, but she batted leadoff in my lineup. And uh, the team, the team voted to throw me out four games in as a <laughs> as a slow pitch. By the way, as a slow pitch softball coach, I was shown the door by. I had one vote, and it was that same second baseman. The rest voted me out.
8: No, you have got to have integrity in your your lineup decisions. As
1: Twenty-one as well. it, lineup. I, you know what, Graham. Uh, send me an email on the list of your integrity at 21. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all want to compare notes. On, yeah, uh, Bill, can you show us your integrity at the age of 21? Um, uh, can I get back to you on that? Give me about five years to build that <laughs> resume up.
8: Okay. And then we'll There's no question. There's no question. I I uh, I, I once when I was working at the school newspaper, and, and I'll leave the college out just so people don't. Go find the story, but I, I once uh, hired a, a young woman to do a story on the Harlem Globetrotters because I was very attracted to her, and she was uh, she came back and did like a game story on the Globetrotters, who, who obviously win every game. Like there was no color or anything; they beat the Generals and they they won the game. And uh, the yeah, the people at the school paper gave me a lot of grief for that for a long yeah, time.
1: Yeah, you're like she goes breaking news: the Globetrotters won another game. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. She, so, she goes, look, and, and, and her lead in her story was, it looked like the Washington generals weren't even trying. <laughs> I love those days, man. Being young and dumb, it was the best. All right. Uh, <laughs> what, what's the latest? I, I saw that Detroit news story about, you know, a Title IX review, investigation, whatever you want to call it. Uh, you got They're looking for a school president. You have uh, the Mel Tucker situation. The transfer portal hasn't been overrun. Uh, the red shirts haven't uh, all lined up and asked for it. How how would you? What, what's an update for a Michigan State fan listening anywhere uh, in Michigan right now? What is the latest on everything connected to MSU?
8: Well, I think you're just you're entering a uh, sort of a new phase in a sense, but a really critical two month juncture. For the future of the program, and you're, you're talking about—I mean, two months from today, they should have a coach in place, and will they might even have a school, new school president in place. Although I'm, I'm tempted, uh, you know, I don't think that's that's as likely. Uh, but it's going to get interesting because you know, will everybody be on the same page? Will um, how much interest there'll be? Will they be able to close on the candidate that that ultimately they want? And will the donors and the athletic director and the board all see, you know, see eye to eye on everything, uh, if, at least for this, the purposes of getting the right candidate in? And then, meanwhile, you've got a season that's playing out, and you've got a, a team that is, I think, to the credit of the team, really hung in there to this point. Now, we'll see how long that continues, but the fact that only three guys to this point have entered the portal and, and left – um, I think it says something about these guys now it also says there's been some good messaging in terms of they don't need to enter the portal now unless they're sure they want to leave because the portal will be open to them at the end of the season i'm sure there will be lots of guys making decisions then but I, I am I, I frankly thought there would be a lot more uh, a, a lot more distractions and a lot more guys jumping ship and that this would be a lot more chaotic for the team than it, than it has actually um, turned out to be to this point.
1: So uh, six months from now, when we look at Michigan State from who the new president is, who the new head coach is, uh, what players remain? You mentioned only three so far in the transfer portal. How do you think everything will look?
8: It's a great question. I mean, obviously they'll have a new coach. Um you know, and I think people need to get behind that new coach. And And the, the real question is how many of these players they're able to, to keep, especially the, the, the best of the 2022 and 23 recruiting classes where I think there's some considerable young talent. And, and if they can keep a lot of those guys, you know, then it's because those guys are going to grow into being the sort of upperclassmen and key guys in the program. If you, if you keep a lot of those guys, this doesn't have to be – so ugly, um, but I, I do think you know they, they've got a lot of do, they've got to rebrand uh, uh, a new NIL collective. They've got to they've got to coalesce in certain ways um, that that they aren't right now. They've got to you know they've got to make sure they're all on the same page. Um, but uh, they're going to have a new coach, and people will be sort of high or not high on that coach, and and they'll be in spring practice six months from now. And and um, you know the the problem they've got is that. You know the, the the timing of all of this coincides with Michigan being at its absolute height, Ohio State still being very good, Penn State being as good as ever. You know, Oregon and, and Washington at, at highs coming into the league, USC coming into the league. Like it, it, it's not a time where the league allows you to um, to ease into things or to do a slow build and and be competitive or to be a nine-win type program and and have a whole lot of success just because it's so good. Now, other people will slide and maneuver and not everybody will remain up top and all that stuff. But um, I think that's part of it, too. I think what's happening now, what's leading to some of the extra angst is just how good Michigan is, how good everybody is around them.
1: Graham Couch, Couch of the Room podcast, wherever you download podcasts, Lansing State Journal, opinion maker, solid uh, Twitter feed, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line here on the HUGE show across Michigan. Uh, the Urban Meyer uh, is it a hope? Is it a dream? Is it real? I I get students who are kids of buddies of mine saying Urban Meyer was spotted in Lansing. He's interviewed. It's message boards. It's Twitter. Tough to separate truth from fiction. How real is it for Urban Meyer as a candidate to replace Mel Tucker?
8: I mean, I don't think it's completely unreal. Um, I, 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 I do know that they've, you know, sort of Kick the tires a little bit. I think there have been discussions and communications with him. Now, how much that is about him or other candidates, you know, where that is, I'm not exactly sure. Um, I still would put it as unlikely he becomes the next coach. I still don't know that he's the right fit to be the next coach. Um, but I also understand the excitement, and, and there's some problematic things about Urban Meyer, um, you know. And and the other thing is, I I'm, I'm one who sort of thinks the you know, the job is to find Urban Meyer 20 years ago. The job, I mean, my mother could hire Urban Meyer. I mean, I mean, that would be an incredible story if she did. But what I mean is, he's a 60 year old guy that everybody knows. The job is to find, you know, Kalen DeBoer, who's now the coach at Washington. Everybody could have had him when he was at Fresno State. The job is to identify him at Fresno State. The job is to identify Urban Meyer when he's at Bowling Green, when he's at Utah. To understand, that's when you've you've got somebody who's special. Now, it's e- it's easy to identify the guy. Now, I also don't know that Urban Meyer's done as a coach and done as a winning coach, and he's won everywhere he's been in college football. So I get the allure. I think, and I don't think this. I know that you know some of the top donors really want him, and that's where a lot of this has begun. This isn't like fan driven. This is you know Ishbia Saint Andre driven, and so they would like Urban Meyer. Um, Whether the overall school would accept that, you know, I I don't know. And how interested he is. I don't think Michigan State should grovel for him. I don't think, I think Urban Meyer's got to really want this. I think you have to strike the right tone. I think, you know, I mean, this is, there was some stuff with him that's problematic at the way things ended at Ohio State. At a university that's dealing with a little of that same stuff now, different storylines, but you can't introduce him. Without there being an, an acknowledgement of that, if if you were to go to, uh, go that route, so there there are things you'd have to do. Uh, but he is an out of work coach who's available, and you've got this long runway. So I get why that makes some sense to at least explore, to at least um, see if he has any interest, what that interest might be, and then you know, and then also to, to pick his brain like you would, you know, anybody else about who he's worked with, who might be good to pursue.
1: Who would you say is the realistic list right now, just from your perspective, Grandma? Names you know that are out there uh, to replace Tucker. Who, who would be one, two, and three? Realistic choices, it's, not not the dream list. Yeah,
8: yeah. No, it's it, it's 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 hard to say though because it, it, it's so early in the uh, in the race. Like Mike Elko at Duke is somebody that uh, a couple weeks ago a lot of people were very interested. In. I think he's an excellent coach. I think he'd be. Probably a good fit, given his ties and where he's been and, and what he's been able to do at, at Duke and what he's done at bigger programs. I think he would he would um, he would make sense to some degree. But I, I also think you have to uh, you have to let the interview do the work. The, the guy at Washington State, every time he talks, I think that's a that's a guy you want to have. He's got Midwest ties as well. But again, you got to let the interview do the work. And I, I really think that getting ahead, you know, we can all come up with lists and names and, and because there are and there are no really candidates yet. That's the other thing. There are guys that they may be somewhat interested in, in, in looking at, but when a lot of these candidate lists first emerged, including from national reporters, that was all bull just from agents, you know, and that's the way that works in that game, and that's fine, and that's how they do their jobs, but it's not real. Um, and, and so they weren't at a point yet where anything was real. And I think when you look at the history of, of making that hire, Successfully or unsuccessfully, the, the best times have been when the interview really did the work. The Nick Saban interview in 1995 is legendary. The Mark D'Antonio interview is, is, is regarded as is, is an obvious choice of this is the guy you're going to have. And let that speak to you. Let that work a little bit. There's obviously a lot of background work. Lots of people interview well who aren't great coaches. But there have been times where that interview has really set somebody apart and made people realize that was a fit. For the school and for the job, and I think you, you have to let that play out.
1: So, when, uh, by what's the time frame that they need a new head football coach in East Lansing? Well, what would you? How would you set that date?
8: Yeah, I mean, you really can't go much more than like a week after the season. They're not going to do it before the season. Uh, you know, I you know, I, I don't think you'll see that. They'll respect, even if they were to make a move privately, and and they're trying to do this as quiet as possible. You know, m- more so than even other times. Even if they were to really have somebody in place um, a little before the end of the season I don't think you'd they they would do everything they could not to have any movement on that until after that Friday night Thanksgiving weekend game against Penn State out of respect for the current coaches and players and and all of that but I I think a week after that you sort of got to have somebody the only way you don't is if somehow you're waiting on somebody who's playing in a conference championship game or something like that so maybe so maybe you're looking at 10 days after the finale tops uh, but that's about as, 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 as late as you can go, I think.
1: Graham Couch, Couch in the Root podcast, opinion maker, Lansing State Journal. Also, Graham Couch on Twitter. If I have to spell couch, he's asked me privately not to have you follow him on Twitter. We have to spell <laughs> C-O-U-C-H. Graham, thank you so much for the update on everything MSU.
8: Anytime, Bill. Take care.
1: And Graham Couch checking in on the Roast Coffee Guess I'm, yeah, I just, you know, when you get a Detroit news story yesterday about they're not following Title IX protocol, it has nothing to do with the, uh, the Mel Tucker case. or are just talking about the school. I, what's going on? And when you're looking for a president, when you're looking for a head coach, when your AD is questioned about the way he handled Tucker, what, what's your leadership? The Board of Trustees? They're the most political entity in this state the Michigan State Board of Trustees. Like I said, those who are big donors, those who love that university, you need to unite, step up, and demand better. That's it. I give you my opinion. I'm not piling on. I think I'm fair with Graham, and Graham's fair back to me. I'm fair with Izzo. I'm fair with Michigan State fans. Don't blame me. Go change the leadership. That's it, because there are really good Michigan State fans across this country. On the way, Tim Twentyman, DetroitLions.com. We'll talk about the win over the Panthers. Look ahead to the matchup with the Buccaneers on Sunday. Timmy in our next segment. And like I mentioned, uh, we're finalizing all the teams in the huge rivalry cup. 144 golfers, 72 golfers at the North Kent Golf Club in Rockford. 72 golfers at the Alpine Golf Club where Nick Lipinski and his family just made that purchase. They'll take over. Officially, after this golf season. So, we're providing two well, actually, twosomes with three nine hole matches, Ryder Cup like format, Michigan versus Michigan State fans. We are full, we are more than full on people asking to win a twosome and the lunch and a shot of great prizes from the Grand Rapids Gold and the Grand Rapids Griffins. But we need 10. Tusums for Michigan State fans for the noon shotgun Sunday at the Alpine Golf Club in Comstock Park on the northwest side of GR. Six Michigan State twosomes for the 8 a.m. shotgun Monday. They are free twosomes. They include lunch. You have to be 21 and up. So there's two different ways uh, you can grab them within the next 24 hours. You can go to at a show on Twitter. You'll see the pinned tweet, the huge show on Facebook, or let Superfly know who your twosome will be. We'll just need the golf handicaps, and you'll be set. Ten MSU twosomes for the noon shotgun at the Alpine Golf Club in Comstock Park here on the west side of the state. Six 8 a.m. shotguns for Monday, and it's a huge rivalry cup, Michigan versus Michigan State fans. We expanded it this year due to demand, and we're taking over two courses. And Nick Lipinski and Eric Schwab are going to put together great food and giveaways and liven the place up. It will be awesome. And I'll be broadcasting live Monday 3 until 6 from the Alpine Golf Club off of Alpine, like I said, in Comstock Park. So let Superfly know if you want one of the 10 noon shotgun twosomes at Alpine or one of the six twosomes left on the MSU side only for 8 a.m. Let Superfly Know your twosome, your golf handicaps, one 866 838 That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Or the easiest way, uh, drop them, add HUGE Show on Twitter, on the pin tweet. The HUGE Show on Facebook, on the pin post. Lions-Bucks conversation next.
0: St. Joseph to Midland.
1: This show is HUGE.
7: It's time to go in the huddle with Tim Stout. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day only at SoaringEagleCasino.com. The bye week is over and apparently Michigan State did not lose any key football players at all to the transfer portal or to a redshirt. Bring on Rutgers this Saturday at noon on the road for the Spartans, a second consecutive road game. it's rare when Michigan State is an underdog to the Rutgers Scarlet Knights, but Rutgers is 4-2 and and a five and a half point favorite, and the Spartans are looking to end a three-game losing streak of that. The big question going into this game, who plays quarterback? Is it Noah Kim, Katenhauser even Sam Levitt? The Spartans have struggled with just one offensive touchdown in the past three games, so does Kim get another shot after having two weeks to prepare? We'll find out on Saturday.
1: Winning big at Soaring
3: Eagle. It's Pumpkin Coin Toss. And you can carve out wicked premium play prizes up to three grand. There are drawings every Friday in October from 5 to 11 p.m. And two lucky guests every hour toss to win up to $3,000 premium play. Be there for Pumpkin Coin Toss. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details.
1: Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org.
0: You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports
1: Network. michigan the only show willing to tell like it is we're all about huge opinions big name guests. superfly hayes he is our executive producer i did mention at the top of the hour cbs sports nfl power poll 49ers eagles chiefs dolphins lions lions should be third in that poll Speaking of the Lions, Tim Twentiman, DetroitLions.com, NFL columnist, insider, is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, my man?
9: Good, How are you?
1: I'm just trying to soak in what's happening with the Lions that is unprecedented. Uh, just they're, they look like one of the best in the NFL. They're being recognized as one of the best so far. I know it's still early in the season. They got basically a three-game lead over the Packers. Five games in, a three-game lead over the Vikings and the Bears. They have quality depth where they're losing C.J., lose Mosley, next man up. They don't have Gibbs. They don't have Branch. Oh, my Lord. Uh, And they still find a way to get it done. I mean, I just, next man up, depth, all the things I talked about in the offseason that I thought could lead to one of the greatest seasons the Lions have ever had. And they continue uh, to prove me right.
9: Yeah, um, you know, complimentary football. That's what I think good teams do, you know, and and I thought the last week was a perfect example of that, right? Your defense gets, you know, three takeaways in Carolina territory. What does your offense do? Score 21 points off those. Um, you Like you talked about, you've got guys that are, stepping up and playing uh, kudos to, to brad holmes and and the depth that he's built on this football team to have a guy like cj gardner johnson go down and there's tracy walker a guy who started 37 games able to step in and play yeah. same thing the other day you know you lose branch will harris you know guy who's played and started a lot of football be able to step in and made some plays for you, so um, it's it's a credit all the way around. Look when you got a ten, top ten offense and you have a top 10 defense and you drafted well and you've got depth and you play complementary football, this is what happens.
1: Yeah, I left out same Brown with Branch and Gibbs all sitting. Now you have that luxury. you know normally we'd see Mose go down, two plays in and say, "Oh my God, the sky's falling and now I look at the schedule and it's a big game. Or back-to-back big games because they've taken care of business on the road uh, at Arrowhead, at Lambeau. If they could find a way to win these next two coming home for that Monday night game with the Raiders and then the bye week. Uh, they'll be right there in the mix for home field advantage conversation with the Eagles and the Niners. So what do you think about this 3-1 and Tampa team they're playing Sunday?
9: I think they're really good defensively. I think that's what stands out when I look at them. And then obviously the weapons on the outside, when you talk about Evans and Godwin and, and some of those, um, you know, outside big time receivers, I think, look, you've got to be steady with them on offense. I think just keep doing what you've been doing on offense, lean on David Montgomery and your offensive line. Um, don't make mistakes. If you're Jared golf, take what's there. And he's been, he's done a great job doing that. And then, to me, you know Baker Mayfield's playing some pretty good football, but he, I think he's a guy that'll make mistakes if you rattle him, if you get after him, um, if you pressure him, get him off his spot, and you know make him you know get out of the pocket, try to throw on the run. Look, he's going to make some plays, but he's we've seen over the years there's a tendency to make some mistakes too. So. I think that's the game plan. Just be what you are on offense, continue to do what you do, run the football, let everything else um, you know, happen off your run game. And then defensively to me, you just got to pressure baker and I think Baker will, will give you, you know, a couple opportunities to have a big takeaway and that could be the difference in that game. You know, I, I also I think the heat is, is going to be, you know, an issue. I haven't looked at what the temperature is going to be like though, there, but you know, it's cold here in the 40s, 50s. So, you know, you've got to deal with the humidity, deal with the heat a little bit. It's still fairly early. We're not too many weeks away from 80 degrees, so I don't think it'll be that much of an issue. But, you know, conditioning fourth quarter, it's a close game. That's always something to to watch when you go play Tampa and Miami down in Florida as well.
1: Well, what's impressed you the most about this team that you didn't expect going back to the offseason or training camp, at least early on?
9: Number one against the run. Uh, I think that's very surprising. You look at had last year. And look, you know, they were better, you know, obviously toward um, the end of the year, you know, minus the Carolina game, obviously. Um, But to me, just how they've been able to handle the run, um, how they're playing their gaps, how they're trusting each other up front. You know, one guy isn't trying to do another guy's job and trying to do too much everybody's just doing their job they're trusting the guy next to them and they're they're stopping the run i mean no team has rushed for 100 yards in a game against detroit this year i think that's terrific at five weeks and i think that's how you play good defense Uh, You stop the run, you make teams um, one-dimensional, you make teams have to throw the football. um, And then, you know, that I think has generated some turnovers and allowed guys like Eden Hutchinson and um, Charles Harris and other guys to get to the quarterback. But to me, I think defensively has been a a pleasant surprise, but especially what they've been able to do against the run. To have the number one rush defense in the NFL for five weeks is pretty impressive.
1: Tim Twentyman, DetroitLions.com, columnist, insider when it comes to Lions and the NFL, joining us on the Roast Stonberg Coffee Guest Line. Uh, Jared Goff, uh, just emerging as one of the best in the NFC, NFL leadership, on the field, off the field, uh, not making mistakes. How much longer do you think before they give him a new deal?
9: I really wouldn't be surprised if it happened at some point in the season, and certainly it's going to happen in the off-season if they continue on this track, if they make the playoffs, win the division. Um, do what they're doing right now. Um, Look, he's 28 years old. He still has a lot of uh, football ahead of him. Uh, I think he has certainly proven to Lions fans that that he's the long-term answer here. Uh, He ranks in the top 10 in the NFL in every major statistical category from the quarterback position. He's got complete command of this offense. Guys respect the hell out of him. And um, yeah, I would expect. I wouldn't be surprised if that announcement was made at any point during the season, but certainly I would expect it to be, um, you know, after the season, before next season, if, if not done during the season.
1: When I mentioned the CBS NFL Power Poll having them into the top five, right there with Niners, Eagles, Chiefs, Dolphins, uh, mm-hmm. is there anything missing that they still need, Tim? That if you Pause for a moment. What would it be? Not a negative, but just you're keeping an eye on this.
9: Yeah, I'd say cornerback depth, maybe a little bit. You know, I know they signed a uh, veteran guy to the, the practice squad uh, today. They're they obviously going to keep their eyes open there. Um, you know, obviously you lose Mosley, and that was that was a big loss. You know, I think if, if you lose a guy like Cam Sutton to an injury that that's maybe longer than day to day, week to week, or Jacob, I think you're starting to get a little thin at quarterback or cornerback, excuse me. So um, that would be one area maybe Brad Holmes has is, is got an eye toward here at the trade deadline or if, if somebody becomes available, um, you know, for one of those teams looking to, for a salary dump or just to move to younger players. I think that's maybe the one area they could maybe use one more body or, or two just in case something happens to to, to Jerry or Cam. Um, they'd, they'd be in a little bit of a tough spot there.
1: I did see 80 degrees and sunny Sunday in Tampa. Exact weather right. here in Michigan. Same thing.
9: <laughs> hey, As long as it's not 100, right?
1: No, it's at 80, 80 and sunny, and you got, a, you got a front pushing through a lot of humidity right now uh, there in northwest Florida, and it's going to push out, and the temperature should be a comfortable 80 degrees Sunday for kickoff at the Bucks and Lions.
9: Well, it was 80 degrees here last week, so the guys, it's not too foreign to us here. We kind of just skipped fall. We went from Um, summer right into the the 40s here into closing in on on winter territory here, but that's Michigan. So 80 degrees isn't too bad. I just was hoping it wasn't going to be 90, 95, 100. That's when, you know, we've had some games down in in, – in Miami where that humidity was over 100 and they put you in the sun there at the visitor side. And, and that can get tough. But 80 degrees is uh, certainly something the Lions should be able to handle.
1: You know, Timmy, when you and I are breaking down humidity, we know it's a good Lions football season.
9: I know. I know. What else do we have to talk to? We're talking about the weather. In we're, now we're and like, Howard. I got to no, know you got
1: negative. You go like, yeah, maybe if Cam Sutton goes down, uh, I'm like, uh, you know, the high-pressure ridge moved through. It's a little sticky now, but it's going to be perfect Sunday. Let Campbell
9: know. There's not a lot of bad associated with this football team right now, and that's a credit to Brad Hall. Nothing. That's a credit to that's a credit to Sheila Hamp. Amen. And that's a credit, that's a credit to, to, to Dan Campbell. I think they've got all the right pieces in place. This is a team that's um, talented. They're deep. Uh, They're getting huge contributions from young guys, which bodes well for this not just being a 2023 thing, for this being a 24, 25, and a consistent thing. So you're a Lions fan. You should be – Really, really happy about where the lines are. I've been covering this team for 15 years. This is the best football team I've covered in my 15 years, and um, this is probably the most excited I've been about a, a, you know a, a team in my 15 years and their ability to to not just you know make the playoffs but win the division and and, and maybe do some damage and and us be, you know playing some pretty good football in, into into January and who knows hopefully February.
1: They get home field advantage. They won't lose at home. I, I said that back in July and August and. I just, I agree with you that I looked. The one thing I noticed during the offseason, Tim, that the depth was unprecedented with the Lions. And that depth, when you look at the injuries they've already suffered this year, that they found a way to step up and still get it done. Tim, I got to get to a network TO. Always good to talk Lions football with you. Enjoy that game Sunday in Tampa.
9: All right. Sounds good.
1: All right. Tim 20 man checking in from Detroit Lions. Dot com. Joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line. Roast Umber, they bring their beans in from Central America, roasted in Grand Rapids, served up in retail stores all across the state, or you can order up for your home or business at roastumber.com. And the Nitro Cold Brew in a Can is the ultimate wake up drink. No additives, no sugar, any time of the day. Look for that in your local stores or order it online at roastumber.com. And remember, if you miss any of our huge opinions, interviews, hours, podcasts, they are free. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts.
0: Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. And now, to the chopper for our traffic report.
6: There's a lot of traffic. It must be headed to Meyer for the buy five, save five dollars sale. Shop Deli Fresher Carving Board Lunch Meat, General Mills Family Size Cereal, and Pepperidge Farm Goldfish. All buy five, save five dollars. Mix or match at Meyer.
7: <laughs> okay.
6: Deals so good, you've just got to talk about them. Meyer, Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app.
1: Bill Simonson here for my good friends at Urban U. They are Michigan's number one med spa. They provide services to men and women in the greater Grand Rapids and Detroit metro areas. Also, their laser services are very important and essential for men and women as you age, and no matter what you're doing during the summer, whether it's sports. Whether it's just hanging out on the dock or on the beach, laser can knock out signs of aging. Laser improves sun damage, wrinkles, and skin texture with little to no downtime. And also during the month of October, you can save $250 on laser by booking with Urban U. Go to TheUrbanU.com. That's TheUrbanU.com.
3: If you wait long enough, the pendulum swings in the other direction. All across Michigan, police academies are filling up. In fact, new sections are being added to accommodate the brave men and women making the decision to protect and serve. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police commends and welcomes these selfless, community-minded officers joining our ranks we know we have more work to do and with your help the pendulum will swing in favor for all of michigan
1: make sure you listen weekly to our moving ferris forward interviews with ferris president bill pink and other leaders who are moving ferris forward find out more about big rapids and ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu Ladies,
6: let's go see some men. The show, Friday, November 17th at Soaring Eagle Casino. Come meet the men of your wicked dreams for an affordable night of laughing, And maybe some mischief. Oh my. The boys are backing down. Tickets for 18 plus, just $25. On sale now. At the box office and etix.com. With sexy costumes. Hot dance moves. Your sensational night of fun returns. Hunks. the show, November 17th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Oh my.
1: How would you like to win $1,500 in cash from Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Carter Dorn Mayhew Firm? All you have to do is beat my pro football picks and you could be the winner. Get your picks in until early Sunday morning at thehugeshow.net. You're listening to The
0: Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
1: Let's go check in with the fun governor, Tim McCullough, who joins us from the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. And Timmy, what's happening at Soaring Eagle?
10: And so much going on. We got, uh, we, got, we got the best promotions, the best shows. We talk about it every week, Bill. You know that. Uh, bang for the buck Saturdays in October when you're sure of $100,000 in cash and prizes. Let me tell you how it works. Every hour from 5 p.m. to 11 p.m., one lucky Access Club winner will be drawn to win $2,000 in cash. Moolah. And then on October 28th, we're giving away a two-night, three-day hunt. For, uh, for one, plus a guess, at the Double D Ranch, which is a big game hunting uh, compound, which is amazing. They got all the stuff. You name it, they got it. Uh, elf, buffalo, you name it. Uh, Whitetail. And, of course, alongside that, you're going to get a 2023 Polaris Ranger XP 1000 North Star Edition from uh, Rector's Motorsports. So that's a huge promotion for us. And then we move on over to the show. We got a sold out show with Patty LaBelle and Gladys Knight, October thirteenth. That's going to be dynamite. And then uh, the twenty first of October, Foreigner, the farewell tour. And then we're moving on to the twenty seventh. We've got Impractical Jokers at 7 p.m. and then 10 p.m. Two shows for the Impractical Jokers. You've seen them on True TV. You're going to not want to miss that one. And then we're having our huge Friday Night Halloween party, October 28th, where you can win $1,000 first place in premium play in three different categories all the way to the 10th place. So big money being spent there. Great, great costumes come through uh, here in our entertainment hall. It's absolutely free, but enter if you dare. And then, of course, on uh, November 10th, Chris Tucker will be in the house. You know him from all the Rush Hour movies, Fridays. Can't find a bigger star right there. Hunks, the show, November 17th. Me and Bill will be starring in that. I know
1: Mm -hmm. that. Yeah, tickets are moving really fast. Hold on, I'm I'm checking Soren Eagle ticket tracker. They just went up by... 10,000% 10,000% announcing that you and I will be on stage in man thongs.
10: That's right. That's a true story I just made up. Mm. Uh, Ken John, <laughs> Ken <Jeong>, November 18th. <laughs> oh, man, this is horrible sight. It is. Uh, Wheel of Fortune Live, November 24th. December 1st, Cliff Black with special guest Michigan's own Josh Grayson. So that was really exciting. Uh, December 8th, Jay Leno with very special guest Arsenio Hall. So I know the dog count will be in the house. <laughs> and then uh, also, we got Rock and Rum with Don Felder from the Eagles. That's right. And that uh, heavy metal. I know you know that, jam, Kenny G, December 10th. And my man, Smokey Robinson, December 27th. I'm very excited about that one. I love it when Motown's in the house and Smokey, uh, he's one of my faves. So a lot going on, Bill, and uh, we appreciate you getting the message out. And uh, I'll tell you what, it's, it's, a, it's a great day today.
1: Yeah, every day is a great day at the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Everything Timmy just talked about and more. Show tickets uh, hotel room. If you haven't seen the redesign they've done over the last 18 months, fabulous Ruth Chris Steakhouse and more. The Ascend Book and Nightclub, Michigan's go-to live sports betting destination. It's all waiting for you at Soarin' Eagle Casino.com. You can also download uh, the Soren Eagle app. And if you're listening on 100.9 FM, the Mitt, in the Midland Bay City Saginaw area. Don't forget about the sister property to Soarin' Eagle, the Saganine Eagle's Landing Casino and Hotel. Timmy, good to hear your voice. Have a great week, and we'll talk in seven days.
10: Go Lions. Appreciate you, Bill.
1: Thanks. you. All right. There he is, the fun governor, Tim McCullough, joining us from the Soarin' Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan.
0: Big. Bad. Huge.